Come on. Please to the almighty Norse gods. Please be good. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of X to Interact, the last episode of 2022. We're going to be talking a lot about 2023, what games are coming out. I'm Sam. I am here with Steven. I am here with Gaff. Eric is not with us today, but we do have a super special replacement by Matt Storm from a lot of podcasts, and he <laughs> is going to tell you about them now. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm so happy far. to be here. Uh, I'm a fan of the show. Uh, I really enjoyed your uh, talk about uh, Violet and Scarlet, actually, as I'm a person who is in love with that game, but frustrated with it at the same time. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, but yeah, I am a podcaster, producer, and editor. I've been working in and around podcasting for about a decade. Um, I host a ton of stuff, and I will try and keep it brief here. But the one that I probably would best be to promote on a video game show is my video game podcast which is called fun and games i host with my incredible uh co-host jeff moonen we talk about the games industry we interview developers we tend to focus a lot on indie games um we've had some incredible conversations with some composers developers and creators uh over the last few years um probably our biggest episode is we had yuri lowenthal on not once but twice which was fun Whoa. that was a great <laughs> episode by the way <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's a delight. And uh, the second time he asked to come back. So like I as far as I'm concerned, I'm best friends with Yuri now. Like, yeah, but no, he's a delight. And that was fun. But uh, but yeah, we've done really cool stuff. I was able to cover PAX uh, West this year for the first time. We covered PAX East and had a panel at that show this past year, which was neat. Um, but uh, besides that, I'm also a freelance editor for the Game Informer show hosted by Alex Van Aken, which is also a lot of fun to do. That's an incredible show with some great uh, folks over there at Game Informer. Uh, and then I have a Mass Effect podcast that uh, actually, as of another few weeks, won't be a Mass Effect podcast anymore. It's called Reignite. Uh, we're playing through the entire trilogy and then Andromeda as if we were the lead characters and discussing our choices that we make. I do with my incredible co-host. But we just are about to wrap up Andromeda, which I played for the first time for the podcast. And uh, it's exciting oh. to move on to a new franchise. We haven't decided what quite yet, but folks who know how much we love Mass Effect and Bioware can probably guess the next long-running franchise that we will I dive into. <laughs> Wonder. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that's really exciting, and I got kind of emotional as we started to wrap up because, A, I hadn't played Andromeda before, but my co-host had, uh, and it was really fun to experience this game now beyond the, the complaining and the bugs and everyone, like, giving it such a hard time because I think there's a really good game in there somewhere. Like... The writing, I think, and the characters are still some of the best in the franchise. It's just a shame that it got bogged down in all the BS that EA has put a lot of games through. Right. But but I'm excited because we are going to go into new stuff and the show will continue. Um, and so, yeah, those are like the major things I do. And then beyond that, I'm, of course, a freelance editor and producer as well. I've worked on a ton of pop culture stuff like Shut Up Evan and a few other things here and there. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm a fan of the show, and I really I dig what y'all do. So I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank, thank you. you for being here. I'm gonna I'm gonna be listening to that Mass Effect podcast for sure now. <laughs> I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go back into the, the records for that one. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect Two is my oh icebreaker favorite mm -hmm. game of all time. Ooh, I mean, gun to my head, it's Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is the best game oh, ever yeah. made, the best JRPG. <laughs> it has the, some of the best music in gaming history. Um, 
you know, and then like runner ups are uh, Mass Effect 2 and then, of course, Shovel Knight. Um, although Ooh. my replay of Mass Effect 3 on the Legendary Edition, I think it's a much better game that people give it credit for. The last 10 minutes oh, are worth 100%. arguing over, but it's some of the tightest mechanics in the franchise. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely number one is Chrono Trigger. I've played that game way, way too many times. I love I love Mass Effect 3 as well. Mass Effect 2 is my favorite game of all time, though. Um, all right, well, bef- uh, let's dive head deep. 2023. To- to- toes deep into 2023. <laughs> um, there are a lot of games coming out next year. We are using the Game Informer 2023 release calendar. A lot of ports, yes, a lot of new games, and it will get thinner and thinner as we go, but let's start with January. On January... 12th a game called Loon Ruin is coming to Switch and PC. I have never heard of this game. Not familiar. It looks like an indie nope. product. Yeah, it does look like indie. The art style almost looks like Hyper Light Drifter, but yeah. Um all right. Uh Vengeful Guardian Moonrider coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch PC on January 12th as well. January 13th, we have Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Any any Dragon Ball Z fans here? I am. I I I bought Kakarot when it first came out because I'm a diehard like old school DBZ fan, and like the idea of playing an RPG as Goku is like the thing we've always wanted. Uh, but I didn't get very far in it. I only played I think five or six hours. And so if this is a free upgrade for the PS5, if you own the PS4 version, which I do, I might be. I might jump back in. Like, it was already a very pretty game, very stylized, of course, done by Akira Toriyama. But uh, I'm curious to see what the PS5 upgrade version, like, what's really that different because it's animated yeah. and it's very cell shaded. Um, yeah. It might be worth going back to. All right. Uh, next day is One Piece Odyssey. I Does anybody here want? I think. No, Eric did not put this on his list. I thought he did, but. Uh... Neither would I. <laughs> you wouldn't either, Gaff. Hey, the One Piece Anybody games have not one had a great track record, to be honest. Um, there was one that was like One Piece World, and there was like it was like an open world kind of Luffy game, but they haven't really had a great track record, to my knowledge. Um, so I, mean, I don't was, know. This was a big deal at PAX West. They had like a huge setup for it, and a lot of people demoing it. I've heard it's very good based on what the early reports were, but I don't know. It's supposed to be like a true One Piece audit, uh, RPG, a new story by the original creator, all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see how it does. But you're right. A lot of, especially uh, anime games that are like kind of not sure what genre to fit in, don't right. tend to do well. Dragon Ball Z, when it broke outside of fighting games, struggled for many years. Um, and still, arguably, besides fighters, has continued to struggle. Yeah. Um, I agreed on both points there. <laughs> uh, uh, next is... Oh, go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. Uh, next is A Space for the Unbound, uh, January 19th, coming to everything. Um, Colossal Cave, January 19th, coming to everything. Well, not everything but not PS4 and, like, the past consoles. Uh, Persona 4 Golden. Gab, you getting this one? <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. As, especially because it's... um, I don't know if it's official, but it's... Everyone thinks it's going to be out for, like, 20 USD, which is going to be, like, 30 Canadian. So, which is a fair price for a game this old, and it's just a port, right? Um, yeah. I already played it once on the PC, and I'll play it again on Xbox, just like I'm playing Persona 5 Royal right now on Xbox. Uh, <laughs> can't wait. 
my favorite persona game ever it was my first persona game um, so i'm I'm stoked for it huh? eric did not put this on his list he did what not a monster put persona four golden yeah i'm kind of surprised Big but fan. he did he did put the next <laughs> one he did put persona 3 portable on his um, list mm. which comes out the same day because they're all right so are these a package deal or are they they come out separately no they're separately. still separate games separately yeah. okay I may buy it. I'm not so certain I'll play it because obviously Persona 3 is the oldest one. It's going to be the least, it's going to feel the least modern. Yeah. Um, but I will buy it out of obligation. <laughs> oh, wait. Eric in chat does say he had it on, he has Persona 4 Golden on Steam. So <laughs> doesn't, doesn't need it again. <laughs> I guarantee he's, I guarantee he's getting Persona 3 portable for. Uh, Steam, so he can play it on his Steam Deck, and then brag about it for. Ever. <laughs> Maybe this is a bad time to mention that I have Persona Four Golden on Steam and been playing it on my Steam Deck. Um, it, it, <laughs> not never a bad time, you know. I'm just a little jealous. Right? <laughs> not of that specific game, but of just the Steam Deck. Deck boys. <laughs> um. Next is like our first. I I feel like our first like fully fledged big new release, which is Fire Emblem Engage coming to yeah. Switch on January twentieth. This is obviously on Eric's list. Um, I think yeah. he's the the only one in the normal podcast that's interested <laughs> in that one. <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't it say I'm cool, dis. But... Yeah, go ahead, Gaff. It looks cool, but it's not for me. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm disinterested, but I have tried and just brushed against the combat of Fire Emblem pretty much every time. So, and I doubt they're changing that for this one. So, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for this one. I wasn't at first, so I loved Three Houses. When Three Houses came out, once I heard that there was like social links and like the, you could like hang out with the other students and like, you know, build relationships. I love like, I mean, that's why I love Mass Effect and a lot of those other kinds of RPGs is building those relationships. And I really enjoyed Three Houses. It's a long game and I, I wanted to replay it, but I ended up not, uh, but I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the DLC. I had not played any other Fire Emblem game before that. So like, mm. it was just my first experience. I played other tactics games, but it was my first Fire Emblem and I loved it. And so seeing the trailers for this, it seemed more straightforward, more tactics focused. I was like, oh, I don't know. But the recent gameplay trailer did show like you can still bond with your squad mates and all that stuff. And so uh, I probably will pick it up um, just to see if Three Houses was an anomaly or if Three Houses was the start of a love affair with this franchise. Because it's hard to tell at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I think I feel like Eric started with that game. As... He... I know he got into Fire Emblem more recently than like... I know it was the switch, if I'm right, that he started yeah. a Fire Emblem journey on. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, I know he's excited for that one. Um, next, which is one I'm like kind of interested in, see if I have anybody to play this with, um, is Monster Hunter Rise coming to PlayStation and and Xbox. Um, yeah, that one will just depend if I have somebody to play with. I've never gotten super deep into Monster Hunter games. Played Monster Hunter World a little bit, but never had anybody to play it with because my brother refused to get it. Uh, but I, I have it. I'm just saying. I, I have it. You have Monster Hunter World? Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Yeah, no. I loved Rise when it first came out on Switch, uh, but yeah. if they don't have cross-play or cross-progression, rather, yeah, I yeah. probably won't play it. On, like, it's going to be on Game Pass, and, like, PC Game Pass okay. is, like, yeah. my entry to everything. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but if I can't pick up where I left off on Switch on PC, I don't want to start over again. Those That's a bunch of long. grinding. Yeah. 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 They're a lot of fun yeah. with other people, but, like, to grind for the armor and certain monsters is just a pain in the ass by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it seems like the type of thing that should have cross progression, but you never know. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> when you most want them to. Uh, next is Cart Rider Drift. January oh, this 23rd. one day one, coming, dude. Day <laughs> coming to PC, iOS, and Android. Let's talk about that one for twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> A game that I am excited for, I don't know that I'll get it on day one, is January 23rd, SpongeBob, SquarePants, and the Cosmic Shake. I love SpongeBob. Like, I grew up on him. Um, I'm very excited to have another SpongeBob game. But like I said, I doubt I'll buy it day one because it'll probably be on sale. Right, sooner rather than later. So, yeah. <laughs> might I'm as curious well wait about a this bit. one because I think it's the same team who did the remake are now getting an original game to do, which is always interesting yeah. when like someone remakes a game that existed and then that they let that team build one from the ground up. Because I don't think the Cosmic Shake is another remake. I think it's a brand no. new. SpongeBob yeah, it's a brand game. new. Yeah, it's brand I'm new. Curious to see how that do, does, especially like in an age where platformers are hit or miss, but like it's got the property name behind it. I'm curious to yep. see how well it does. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember I played like a bunch enough, of the right? old platformers. Yeah. 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 I'm mean, I'm probably gonna buy it, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. it. Just depends when, you know. Right. <laughs> on a sale, probably, uh, but you know. And same goes for the next game, which is Forspoken on January twenty fourth, coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. I played the demo of this game. I talked about it last week, I think, on the podcast. Um yeah. enjoyed my time with it. The combat it's is fun. The world seems kind of empty. Um, the traversal can kind of be a little bit janky, but it still like feels a little bit. It feels pretty fluid enough, I guess, um, between <laughs> combat and and uh, just running around the world outside of combat as well. Um, but the writing is what's gonna keep me kind of look looking at reviews like to see if i want to get this game uh because if the writing's terrible there's no way i'm getting it yeah day the one. consistent thing i've heard is that like it looks gorgeous and it plays mm -hmm. pretty well but the the writing is kind of cheesy and like i've had a, mm -hmm. a, a bunch of P poc friends who are like this character is a cliche and not really representing us and so yeah, that's a bummer to hear, especially with a person of color as the lead character. Like, it's exciting to have some diversity, and then to find out that they're kind of cookie cutter is like, that's kind of a bummer. So, I guess yeah, she's very she's complaining about her shoes a lot. That's like the main takeaway I got. <laughs> that's the it's main rough, story beat. That it yeah. seemed like they really wanted to drill into your head in the demo. Uh, yes, yeah. and I don't know. There's like some narrator that's like not there i guess but it's like mm. talking to you and you're interacting with it's bizarre um yeah we'll we'll see how the reviews are on that one before i spend my money on it yeah and you know it's it's a ps5 or playstation console game only so my guesses are it's going to be on ps plus at some point so <laughs> that's uh, usually a safe bet 
Yeah, might might wait for it, especially if Dead Space January twenty seventh gets really good reviews. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that one. It's funny, like I have a love hate relationship with horror games because I'm a coward. Uh, and same, but but during the height of the pandemic. Um, the pandemic that's ongoing, I feel like I always need to state because... Right, know, like, it's not <laughs> gone. People are still getting <laughs> sick. Uh, but, like, yeah. um, I had a lot of free time. I was between day jobs, and so I was like, you know what, let me stream more. And I, I realized I had both Dead Space games 1 and 2, and I was like, I've never played these, and I liked Resident Evil 4 because it was more action-oriented. I should try this. And they were horrifying, but doing it with a chat <laughs> and playing it live was a lot of fun, especially since most of my friends who would tune in knew the game already and were like egging me on and like messing with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I really played them recently and I was like, I don't know that Dead Space need a remake, but then seeing all of the improvements that they've made, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see how this looks better for next gen. But that said, like Resident Evil 2's remake, I'm afraid it's gonna be too scary now because it's gonna be more realistic. And so yeah. I don't know. I want to play it, but like <laughs> right. I like when horror games are more action-oriented and creepy than they are like jump scares. Because exactly, I'm too old for yeah. that. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly agree with that. I I hate jump scares. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if it's more action, I'm I'm pretty good. But yeah, scary movies or scary games. <laughs> playing the, playing The Last of Us, I had to like play. Oh like, yeah. And. 30 minutes to an hour at a time because I just couldn't handle that shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm intrigued by it. I've never played the original Dead Space, so... Um, and you know, if I buy this game, I'll get Dead Space 2, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, the full remake that they're going to yeah. haven't even announced. I, that's such a weird thing. Like, why would I want to go play Dead Space 2 after playing a full, full-on remake of, like, the original? It's it's gonna be that good. That's downgrade. Why. It'd be a downgrade, you know. <laughs> we have to see the story played out after the first yeah. one, right? Guess so. Guess so. Yeah. Uh, next is Age of Empires Two Definitive Edition. So bring that to nah. the current current gen consoles. There you go, baby. I'm sure Jacob <laughs> is go. out there screaming somewhere. <laughs> you know, if they did this with Age of Empires Three, I'd be on board. You know, they. Uh, classic it's the one i grew up playing did they port four to consoles already or is that still I coming so. i don't Not think yet. so i think that's still only pc okay maybe maybe actually which no, is a shame because yeah. I, I do like all, four yeah. i do like four yeah. a lot yeah i mean i like I, I like all the age of empires it's just three is the one i'm the most familiar with because it's the one i played yeah um but two is like I believe recognizes like the best one. So yeah. it makes sense. They're bringing this to consoles. Um, the last January game, January 31st season, a letter to the future. That sounds like an indie game. If I've ever heard one. Yeah. It's actually the first indie game coming out next year that I'm looking forward to season got announced. Oh, that's right. The middle of last year. And it's got this beautiful cell shaded artwork. Yeah. Um, it looks it looks like a very narrative-driven game, and I love those. I love those on the Switch, uh, which this isn't going to be on initially, um, but if it's on PC, maybe I'll get on Steam and play it. Like, it feels like most indie games, to me, feel at their best on handhelds. Like, it's just, I love handheld mm -hmm. gaming also. Um, and so, yeah, this one looks like it's going to be one of those, like, heartwarming stories um, that's going to be fun to engage and get lost in for a little bit. So I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I'm looking at the trailer on Steam. This looks so cool. This looks like right up my alley. Seems like so a that, new game for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. 
that caps off January. Let's get into f- the second month of the year, February, which is actually, I think, on a longer list than January. Yeah, so these like, first few months are stacked. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they are. And like even even the ones that we don't have dates for, you know, it yeah. makes the makes the year even more stacked. Um, if they all come out, which is the caveat, <laughs> right? Uh, on February second, we have Deliver Us Mars, which sounds cool but i have no idea what that is uh uh, the next game is a one that has been talked about a lot uh hogwarts legacy i am cautiously 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 optimistic for this game still mad mad they don't have quidditch i'm right there with you man like i am so excited about the idea of this game and Hey, they, they put out two gameplay showcases that make it look kind of good. Um, so I'm really, really interested in those reviews. Yeah, it's one of those games that, like, before uh, J.K. Rowling outed themselves as a horrible transphobe, I would have been excited for when I was right. younger. Uh, yeah. And, like, no, like, look, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. I still play Overwatch, like, I never, but I never played Red Dead <laughs> Redemption 2, right? Like, you pick your battles. Like sure. all these companies and people are imperfect, but like, I just, I, I can't bring myself to play it. I, you know, I hope that the people who still love Harry Potter and have made their peace with JK Rowling's BS enjoy it. But like, I just, I don't even know what to think of this game anymore. And you're right. Like it doesn't even look good on top of it. Like the most recent article I saw on Game Informer, like they're featuring torture and like the dark art spells as like a mechanic and that yes, feel fucked up. really <laughs> uncomfortable. Like it should be yeah. about the botany and all of the kind of cool like classroom stuff not do that's where i would be interested right where you get the kind of persona where you're checking in with your classroom yeah people and like yeah yeah. i want to be a dark wizard i don't know about you guys but yeah (laughs) so it's messed up man my take is like (laughs) i haven't (laughs) i haven't made peace necessarily with with jk rowling but i in my head i can separate the art from the creator here enough to still enjoy it um I know other people, you know, that's kind of their thing and that's, I won't begrudge them that, but you know, I still enjoy it. I, so I'm hoping this game is going to be more than just bad kind of mechanics. It seems the combat, you know, looking kind of button mashy. And then, you know, they, they had this, uh, I don't know if it was a dev diary, just like gameplay of them recently with IGN and they're showing off the flight mechanics, uh, on a broom and on a hippogriff so it's like what you can do that but you can't implement the the uh the best part of the flying mechanics which is the quidditch um it's just a little bit confusing to me some of the decisions that are being made so i don't know reviews definitely i'm gonna wait for reviews but i i i hope a hogwarts game can be good so i hope it comes to game pass slash P, uh, ps plus soon so i don't have to actually spend money on it <laughs> agreed uh next is blanc blank blanc blanc is uh, how i pronounce it yeah blanc um gearbox publishing okay that's not what i would have guessed mm. from just looking at the art style uh <laughs> well they've become yeah. like they're publishing more indie games now like they're working yeah. on machine and stuff also um 
Yeah, this looks like another one of the... I, remember, I think I remember seeing the trailer for this. It looks like a narrative-driven kind of cute animal game. Uh, but uh, Bambi's burned me one too many times whenever I right. see yeah. cute animals. I was, I was, was going to say, it I'm looks like, like why am I going to? Why am I already crying about this? This is really cool looking, though. The art style is breath. Yeah, know, it's like striking. black and white. Like, yeah, it's really pretty. Kind of like sketch drawing. Yeah. Huh. Keep my eye on that one. Uh, that's February 14th, Switch and PC. Uh, Wanted Dead coming February 14th to everything. Yep, everything. Um, Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line. That is a certified Eric game right there he he wants that one um i know my brother is very excited about this game got like hundreds right hundreds of final fantasy songs in this game one of the biggest final fantasy rhythm games yet i believe so i'm not a big like um rhythm game fan outside of certain kinds like i loved fuser before they decided to kill it um and some other games but like uh yeah, I don't know. I've never played any of the theater rhythm games, but I have friends who love them, like love, love them. And I mean, the soundtracks are incredible, so I get it. Like, yep. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna get this game. I'm not a very. I'm not into rhythm games either. Um, but if I were to get one, nah, never mind. It probably. <laughs> if I were to get one, it'd be Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. But that's not that's actually that's on PS Plus now. So if I had to buy one, it'd be this one. But not going to. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, seventeenth Tales of Symphonia remastered is not on Eric's list. Okay, I'm very um, excited for this one. Tales of Symphonia. Okay. So I played Tales of Arise for the first time this year, and it was my first Tales game too. And it Same. was phenomenal. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. And all of my friends, specifically one Eric Van Allen over at Destructoid, doesn't shut up about Symphonia. He loves the Tales series, and so like mm-hmm. I promised that when this came out, like I. I think I already own it on Steam and was going to play it on the Steam Deck, and then I saw it was coming to Switch on this, and I'm like, oh, forget it. I'd rather play it on my Switch. I love my Steam Deck. The battery life is crap, so I'd rather, I'd rather <laughs> wait for the Switch version at this point. Oh, so is the Switch battery life but the better than the Steam Deck one? Yeah, uh, I mean, it depends. it depends on the games. Like, if you try and play Elden Ring on the Steam Deck, you've got about 40 minutes before that thing <laughs> dies. Uh, but playing indie games on it, it lasts... Fair like, enough. It lasts, like, three or four hours with, with like, if I'm playing... I played Shovel Knight Dig on it. I played the Big Con on oh, it. Yeah. Like, indie games, you can get a good battery life out of it. Whereas the oh, yeah. Switch is more consistently five to six hours, regardless of game. Pokemon, yeah. I think tax did a bit more, but other Pokemon, than... I can get like two and a half to three hours on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I also Tales of Arise was my first uh, Tales game. Uh, was that that come out this year? It came mm. out. So it came out last year, but I think the PS5 okay. maybe came out after. I don't remember, but it yeah. was like the end of yeah, last year, I think. Um, okay. When it came out. Yeah, so I yeah, I played that this year as well. Um, it was my first Tales game. I started Tales of Vesperia uh-huh. on my Switch, um, and I'm enjoying that one. It is hilarious. <laughs> there is just some hilarious like dialogue, and the animations are just so funny. They make me laugh so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really, really starting to enjoy the Tales series. Um, so I'll have to check that one out eventually. Don't know if it will be on release day, though. Um, Wild Hearts on February 17th. This game 
got to be cautiously optimistic because it's electronic arts, but mm-hmm. you know, I'll, 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 I'll hold hope that it, that it turns out good. Um, and that is Hunter like, right? Believe so. And yeah. that is, yeah. uh, it is, um, current gen only. Um, so, and, and PC, um, so that's cool. We're starting to see more of those games where there's no PS4 slash Xbox One, which is cool. Um, Atomic Hearts is on February 21st. Steven, I think you're excited for this one. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got some Bioshocky vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really kind of what drew me to it initially, but it's... It's it's a focus home game, so I'm I, I tend to be hit or miss with those ones that publisher. Obviously, it's not every developer is not the publisher, but um, yeah. and I think Focus publishes Divinity, if I'm right. So L- listen, I saw their logo countless times at the Game Awards, so they publish a lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so much, uh, more now than I remember, but yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I, the the thing is that it's targeting February. I I don't know if it's gonna hit it. It seems pretty ambitious for. I don't think I've ever heard of this studio. Uh, so I I hope they can hit it without any kind of crazy crunch or anything like that. Um, I always hate to hear when people are like working eighty hour weeks or anything crazy like that. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Now this game already got delayed, right? Wasn't it supposed to come out this year? I think so. That sounds I think right. It was targeting this year. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it ever got like an official release date this year. It was just yeah, yeah, twenty two, yeah. and then they yeah. pushed it with oh. the actual release date. I believe. So interesting note on that: Mick Gordon uh, is supposedly composing the soundtrack for it. Um, and it, yeah, it, it did have a fall twenty twenty two release window before. So okay, okay. So it already did get pushed. So hopefully that means it's the last push, but. You yeah, know. I mean, just yeah. take your time, man. It seems like a yeah. a pretty good game. It looks really pretty, and I I hope it's going to be good. So, yeah. Um, February twenty first, a game that I am excited for, but yes. I still only play like the other Yakuza games and everything to really get pumped for it. Um, because I have played a little bit of Yakuza Zero, but I just never got never got all the way through it. Um, yeah, yeah, like a dragon, Ishin. February 21st, coming to everything, looks awesome. And this is the one, correct me if I'm wrong, that is already, this, this is a remake. This is remake yeah. of, of a, a game Japan, that, Japan, Japan, Japan. Yeah, yeah, Japan only title, okay. Uh, um, the Yakuza franchise is become one of my favorite franchises of all time. Um, wow. Yakuza 0 is one of my favorite games of all time now. I... So uh, I will make this very long story as short as possible. In 2020, <laughs> in the summer of 2020, my spouse and I were displaced by a fire in our building in the Ooh. apartment that we owned. We had to live in a hotel for about a month before we finally got another place to rent. Well, it took 21 months to rebuild our apartment. Long, tragic story. Annoying. We'll move on from that. Not looking for the tears on that. We are back in our home now. <laughs> That's what you So it's all done. But while we were living in that hotel, I had started um, Zero, and I was like, oh, you know, I should play this franchise. And that started me on a path where I devoured Zero and then went on one, the 1 and 2 remake, then bought the, the, the remaster package for 3, 4, and 5, 
And that all led up to this year where I finally finished Like a Dragon. I've played the entire franchise, and it's become one of my favorite Sega franchises of all time, let alone video game. And when I heard that this one that never came out in the States is getting a remake with the original Japanese voice actors who have been doing the games for a while, I got so excited. I'm so excited for this and the sequel to Like a Dragon proper later this year. Um, fun fact, it's been called Like a Dragon in Japan, apparently, <laughs> the whole time. Yep. Yakuza is the American title, and so they're shifting back yeah. to Like a Dragon as the, the title now, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I like the Yakuza title. I, I get I why they want to shift it back and make it universal, uh, but I am so hyped for this game. I love this franchise so much. It's both the most dramatic and emotional games I've ever played, and also by far the dumbest and most ridiculous game. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're talking about... <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about crime lords in diapers offering you formula and, oh, you know, just it's the best. Like, I love that a game can be so serious and make you cry and also be so ridiculous, and make you laugh at the same time. Those are my favorite kinds of games. And so, like, I, I really encourage anyone who's watching or listening, please play these games. Yakuza Zero is available literally everywhere except on Switch. Yep um play play the play these games start with zero it's great it's standalone if you decide you don't want to play anything else like just do it they're great yeah i have i have zero on my playstation because i started on my pc but then i never got through it all the way i think i was interrupted by my introduction to xenoblade and then i oh that'll be those, that's it those yeah. games <laughs> consumed me for like months so um never never went back to it but i yeah i've always wanted to play them because they look awesome and like I said, I thoroughly was enjoying my time with uh, Zero, but just never got all the way through it. Uh, next is our first VR game of the year called After the Fall. Um, coming to PlayStation VR 2. So it's only PlayStation VR 2? No. It looks like, okay. Um... It is. So why don't they have that there? And PC Wait. apparently as well. Yeah, because it's coming to it's coming to PlayStation VR two, PlayStation VR, and PC. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's why because it's already on PlayStation VR and PC. It came out Got on it. December 9th of last year. That makes year sense. On those. So this is actually a port of a game that came out last year. Um. Digimon oh. World Next Order. Coming to Switch on P and P ugh. Switch and PC on February twenty second. Let's go. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you're not excited for that? You it's a port of an it, it was on the Vita like way back. Yeah, it's so not it's a new game. It's uh, I've yeah. heard that the Digimon games are actually very good. I haven't played them since the PlayStation era, but like Cyber Sleuth, oh, yeah, I've I'm... heard, is like incredible. Yes. Cyber Sleuth. <laughs> I think I've played Digimon World. Like other games in the Digimon World series before, um, they were very, very good. Yeah, I got nothing for this. Same. Got nothing. <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> uh, next is a big, bigger uh, VR game, PlayStation VR Two, Horizon Call of the Mountain, February twenty second. There's a lot of February twenty second dates here. Um, um, that's when the VR Two comes out. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Which oh. I guess I'll I guess I'll mention it. Yeah, the PSVR two comes out that day, and so and, and so that also means Resident Evil Village, uh, VR comes out for PlayStation VR two. That'll be interesting well for twenty seconds. I'm curious to see how um, it does. I never got a PlayStation VR. VR is not for me. I get motion sick. Okay. I've tried it. It's cool. 
Uh, but I don't know that I'll it's, ever invest fully. In I it. can't afford one, so I mean that yeah. too. It's way too ex- very, way too expensive. It's not very friendly to people with glasses, so that's yeah, a knock already. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I yeah, I'm not gonna ever get this game because I am not spending that much money on a, <laughs> play, a VR headset that I'm gonna play two games on. You know, like. Right. Yeah. It is what it is, I suppose. You know, if they want to put Final Fantasy 16 on VR, fine. You got me, all right? <laughs> yeah. My my quest, too, is a Beat Saber machine, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, is Beat, is, now, is Beat Saber playable on non-VR or no? No, no, it's no, a VR it's game. It's a VR game, <clears throat> yeah. It's meant to be VR, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blood Bowl three, hells yes. No way I'm going to make a third one. <laughs> but, but the fact <laughs> that this exists is awesome. Yeah. I have, I have the, we have the board game in our basement of Blood mm. Bowl. Oh my god, classic. Um, of all the franchises from like my childhood that I never thought would come back, Blood Bowl right. is one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And the fact that we're getting a third one, I mean, that's great. Like, I'm I'm not a big sports game person, fancy or otherwise, but like, I'm glad that it's still knocking around. That's awesome. Like, I think that's really cool. I hope this game is good. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by it. Definitely not getting it day one, but it's cool to have like uh, it's cool to have a sports game that's not just a Madden sim. So, um, yes. I'll probably get it down the line. Uh, companies of oh my gosh, I can't speak. Company of Heroes Three is coming to PC on February twenty third. Sons of the Forest on PC February twenty third. Is that a follow up to the Forest or no? Am I making that up? I mean, it's a horror survival game, so I think I'm making um... that up. You might be, but it's it's fair to think that. <laughs> well, the font's the same. Maybe. Maybe it is. Or maybe it's the same devs. I don't know. Yeah, it's the follow-up to the, the forest. Oh, um didn't know there was... So, that's definitely a pass, because that is way too scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the cover art for it. I was like, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, no, thank you. I I tried playing the first one and I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I get scared playing Ark, I mean, like, and that's enough. Like, <laughs> like, like survival games, not my thing. And if you're gonna throw some scary stuff in there, definitely not my thing. Um, February twenty fourth, we have Alt Atelier Riza three <laughs> Atelier Riza. Al- <laughs> what <laughs> is the Tellier Riza three alchemist of oh. the end and the secret key? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a mouthful, but uh, I've seen these floating around. I've never really been that interested, to be honest. They're big Koei Tecmo uh, series. I've not played any of them, but they're your kind of classic RPG game. Uh, I mean, the trailer for it looked cool, but I and I think like the others, like it's numbered, but like you don't have to have played the others to play it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's another RPG coming out this month that I'm way more excited for, so I, I'd i be curious about it, but I don't know that I'll play it. Yeah. Now we come to probably the first, like, guaranteed day one buy for me this year. Kirby's Return yeah. to Dreamland Deluxe, baby. <laughs> yeah, the, big Kirby fan, too. Hell yeah. The f- the first Kirby game I ever played was the, the one was for Cotton Oh, Lands. really? Uh, yeah, because I, I never grew up with, like, Nintendo system, so... Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not big in 
to really any of the Nintendo franchises like going back really i'm starting on switch um but kirby made a fan for life nice. i love i love oh, yeah. that little pink that little pink ball <laughs> um yeah, this, very this excited game, for this one i heard that this game was was okay on i believe it was a wii u release um but i'm excited for the for the remaster i it's the only game i don't currently own for kirby that's easily accessible but like i did a replay on stream of all the kirby games that i still had up to the release of uh, Forgotten Land. And as a lifelong mm. Kirby fan, that 3D game is like, it was picture perfect of what I wanted for Kirby in that space. And you don't always get that. And so I, yeah, I'm excited for this. I don't know if it's gonna be day one purchase cause it is a re-release. Yeah. And there's another game coming out the same day that I'm more excited for, but uh, but I love Kirby and any anything that allows him to be more accessible to a larger audience, I'm here for cause he's great. Yeah. Um, that same game that you mentioned is Octopath Traveler 2 coming into yeah. everything. I can't wait. Oh, I... not Xbox? Nope, not nope. Xbox. PlayStation, <sighs> Switch, and PC. Did not? No. Is it, I'm assuming the first one's not on Xbox then? It, it was is on now. Game, it's on Game Pass, yeah. actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, but okay. it took a while to get there. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I loved the first one. Um, I love HD2D. I'm a yes. you put any game in HD2D, I'm buying it day one. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> Dragon, that Dragon Quest game that's coming in HD2D, day one purchase. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I love the first one. I'm hoping the first one, the stories cross paths with the different characters a little bit, but it was mostly isolated yeah. stories. See, I'm hoping there's more overlap in this one. But that said, it was still one of the most beautiful. Uh, well-written and well-designed games that I'd ever played. I loved the mechanics. I loved the art style. I loved uh, Live Alive earlier this year. It's one of my favorite games of the year. Same thing, HD2D. So, like, I'm a sucker for those games in Dude, that style. I am right there with you uh, in, like, I hope that the stories cross over more meaningfully in yeah. in this one because they said, you know, they cross paths and it's all interlinked. And But really, it, it was like, oh, a chance interaction with this person. And they talked to this person in this place. And it was kind of small and meaningless in most regards. Um, I loved the dancer story. Um, oh, my God. So good. That was so good. Um, Heart wrenching, but really good. Um, I just feel if they can capture that, they have me. So um, but like you said, I hope I do hope it uh, amounts to more being that they cross over. So. Yeah. This, this um, so oh. yeah, like I said, not on Eric's list, which I'm surprised by. Don't get um, past Eric. Next, we'll just you know s let Stephen nerd out about nerd out about this one. Destiny Two Lightfall uh, coming February twenty eighth. Go off, Stephen. I'm conflicted. All right, and it's not what you want to hear. I don't know. A I'm kind of getting tired of the formula from Destiny. Uh, after I've played since Alpha Destiny 1, it's like seven years, right? Um, things are starting to get uh, like clockwork. And, you know, uh, while the story is, is the best it's ever been, right? And that's the only reason I come back every season to for the amazing writing. But, like, the conceit to how you're getting this story delivered to you all right, walk up to a thing, hold X to interact with said thing. Nice. Um, no wait for wait for a story. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, wait for a story beat to be delivered through like um, Telegram, their their version of like hollow communication, their cell phones, basically. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. And 
kill a bunch of mobs, kill a boss, repeat. Um, it's 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 really getting kind of stale for me. And so I'm hoping adding a new mechanic like the grapple hook, because you can grapple from any point. There's no like you don't have to use a wall. You don't. So you can just freeform grapple anywhere. And some of the cool stuff I saw was like you can grapple onto another character while they're doing their super and just be in tow. And so maybe, you know, I'm kind of talking out my ass because I'll probably be here day one, to be honest, for, for Lightfall. But who knows if I'll stick with it. And 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 I guess if they can keep the Witch Queen cadence with the, the campaign they did, it's probably one of the best content releases they've had ever. Um, then I'll at least play through the campaign. So I'm, uh, well, I don't know. Just getting a little Steven, stale as well. If Halo Infinite has taught me anything, is that adding a grappling hook will revolutionize the gameplay. <laughs> that is a great point. That is a great point. Yeah, I, I got back into Destiny 2 with the expansion before uh, Witch Queen. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Beyond Light. Beyond Light. And I really loved it. I liked the new um, the new weapon type or damage type yeah. and all of that. But my problem with Destiny is like I burn through the main story and mm -hmm. I don't want to do any of the raids or anything. I like doing them, but I just don't have the time. Right. And then when Witch Queen came out, like a bunch of my friends were really hyped for it and my schedule just didn't wasn't going to allow me to play much. So I was also playing other things and like playing catch up for stuff I wanted to cover on the podcast. And so like I let that slide. And so now Lightfall looks really cool. But like you said, it's like the drip feed story it just isn't doing it for me in the same yeah. way um but i think i i really do like destiny too i think for the legacy of halo as it's split from from bungie like the gunplay it's not about all about the guns but those kinds of games the guns have to feel good to want to play and yes. destiny 2's guns feel great i love the weapons i love the classes and I love playing the game. I just I can't bring myself to keep investing in these expansions. It's the same reason I stopped yeah. playing WoW. It's why I picked up Final Fantasy XIV this year, blew through the first, the main game and the post patch, and then got into the first expansion. And then I got burned out. Like, right. I I used to be an MMO fiend, and now like MMO and and service games, I can't keep up with. I prefer much. I, I've kind of gone the other way now. I prefer shorter, so, yeah. three to six hour indie experiences. If I can beat your game yeah. in under ten <laughs> hours, it's going to be one of like my my. I haven't officially posted this anywhere yet because I'm still deliberating. But like my games of the year in contention are Tunic and Citizen Sleeper. Like both, I, like digestible small experiences that have replayability. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Destiny to me just feels daunting at this point. Yeah, and you have a good point, right? Agreed. Like it's. I, I can't run the same thing. I used to raid all the time. I used to get into strikes and everything. And that was just a different time. I don't, you know, I have two kids and a full-time job. And now it's yeah. like, it's hard to find the time for that. And I, I think maybe that's like a mental barrier for me, keeping me from fully enjoying it because I know I'm missing out on a big part of the game. Um, yeah. And so, but yeah, I'll be there for the story. It's, it's, it's excellent writing. The gameplay is uh, still top notch. The, the gunplay, everything feels great. Um, so I'll, I'll be there, but I probably won't do the raid or anything like that. And so that's just kind of my life right now. The last game of February is February 20, all, the same day as Destiny, Scars Above. This one had a trailer during the Game Awards, and it reminded me of Returnal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully... For my sake, it's not as hard as Returnal, but who knows? Because <laughs> it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Um, I, you know, it's bit, if it's sci-fi, 
my I'm gonna be interested in it right at at some level. Um, so hopefully it's not as hard because Returnal's too hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get through it. Um, getting into March, we have The Last of Us Part One coming to PC on March third. Cool, more people will be to play a great game. Yeah. Uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Now this game looks dope. Um, probably gonna be too hard for me. <laughs> yeah, team Ninja Joint. Uh, I always like grain of salt with a Team Ninja Joint. I'm sure it'll be great, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I can invest the time to get good at a game the, like that. This says is the guy, game. Says the person who played Elden Ring this year. And beat it. So like, <laughs> yeah, same. I'm a hypocrite, you know. But you know, this is a game that I very much look forward to watching the. Uh, retry now they're not prepared to try the retry boys um go through uh play this one yeah definitely um, definitely too hard for my for me for so my i liking. played the demo i believe at the end of last year that came out um it was it was a pretty chunky one they had you can play i think like two or three hours of it something like that like and then it would cut you off, right? Um, it was like a time demo thing. So got to try out the mechanics. I'm actually really impressed. They're a little complicated, but I feel like it's one of those fighting systems that you'll get accustomed to by necessity, right? That's kind of how they work. Um, and you'll die. I don't. It had the UI left a lot to be desired, so I hope they kind of clean that up a little bit. Um, but yeah, Team Ninja games are are hit or miss. I feel like over the last little bit, I do like Neo a lot. And this kind of gives me a little bit of Neo vibes. So um, I'm excited. Game Pass game, I think, day one. Oh, okay. Wow. Did not know that. Um, next is a game with a dope name. Never heard of it, though. Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Hmm, this is a remaster, right? I believe so. I believe so. Release, yeah. Uh, came out. It's a cool name. I think it originally came out on the GameCube. I, I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, I, it's a re-release. So. Okay. Um, Oni Road to the Mightiest Oni. Okay. What? <laughs> March ninth. I I just looked this one up because the name intrigued me. It is indeed. Um looks like my type of game uh oh there is combat and it almost looks like you have a little like bunch of people following you around maybe like uh pikmin <laughs> oh, okay i don't know it looks uh it looks cute as hell so <laughs> I, i'm in and that's coming to switch and pc yep. so that 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 might be a switch game for me um March 9th, maybe. <laughs> Huge asterisks on this one because yeah. <laughs> I'm still not convinced this game is ever coming out. Skull and Bones. <laughs> oh boy. This game has and, been in uh, development purgatory for so long. And like they recently long. did a cover story on it at Game Informer. Like they interviewed the devs. Everything sounds promising. But even still, yeah. like remember Marcus talking about how like he's like, ah, it looks okay which is not reassuring for a game that's been in development hell for as long as it's been yeah as as someone who just wants to be a pirate 
and there is a disturbing lack of pirate games and they're making a pirate game where you can't even sword fight is beyond my comprehension and i am very upset by it and is one of the reasons i am never not getting this game (laughs) not a chance what are the other reasons sam (laughs) yeah it looks boring (laughs) like the ship like they they had those ship combat videos it just does not look fun like it doesn't look as engaging as uh as uh assassin's creed black flag just you don't uh, have the swashbuckling from like a sea of thieves you know yeah, so. and you like you don't even really you you're essentially playing as a boat, like you're not actually playing as a pirate, which and is very. You can do like a fleet, and there's some interesting like tactical mechanic. I don't know. I'm I'm not interested. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I remember. Say the lead. I remember seeing the the reveal of Skull and Bones back in high school. That's how long ago it was, and <laughs> the Twitch chat was saying like uh, <laughs> CFC is dead dead on arrival. Look who's laughing now. Right. It, it'll, it'll be a lot. The same and... people. <laughs> <laughs> um, March 14th, we have The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. Okay. Next. Um, coming to PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Uh, March 17th, we have Bayonetta Origins, which looks insane. Um, not a Bayonetta person, so not, not interested, but... <laughs> I... Uh, it's... Mm. I love the Bayonetta franchise. Let's start there. I love Platinum Games. Love the first two games. Played the third one recently for to, to guest on another podcast, actually. A uh, friend of this, my shows, uh, Tales from the Backlog. Uh, Dave nice. over there asked me to come on. It's going to air next year because he's got like two months worth of banked episodes, which is impressive, and I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> agreed, agreed. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we so we played the third one because we were both excited for it. And... We, I came away, I think, more positive than he did, but ultimately still disappointing compared to other Bayonetta games. I like the idea of doing a different story, right? Like trying a different genre. Trying, like I love when franchises do that. Um, people are like, oh, you would want to play a Mass Effect RTS? Yes, I would. Come on. Like, I like when franchises go outside the box, but I saw the trailer for this, the Game Awards, and I'm like, it looks fine. I'm not excited about it. Like, I don't know. There was nothing to really draw me in. And also Bayonetta, I love the story because it's bonkers, not because it's a deep narrative getting right. letting me get to know the character. I like it because it's this leather-clad lady kicking ass and using her hair to summon demons. Like, it's... I, I'm just worried if we get real, real narrative with this franchise that it's going to get too self-serious, and that's when it starts to fail to me. But yeah. we'll see. I may change my mind as we get closer because I do love the franchise, but, but I'm not sure. March 17th. This is on Eric's list. I'm pretty sure this is on everybody's list. Yes. <laughs> yep. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Just realizing that it is on March 17th, which is uh, St. Patrick's Day. So have fun uh, drinking and playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for this one. Uh, I replayed Fallen Order again this year uh, when the PS5 update came out. Gorgeous game. I really like Cal Kestis. I think. He is definitely not the most interesting Star Wars character, but I think right. the actor who plays him does a good enough job. And fucking, uh, I'm not sure if I can curse on the show, but there yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also, um, I believe De- Deborah Wilson is her name, the the uh, fallen Jedi Master in that game. Ooh, she was yeah. so good. Like, mm-hmm. and, like when I realized she was the same actress who was from Mad TV all those years ago, playing this 
super serious role, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, but I love the cast. I'm really excited. A little, a little uh, sad that my favorite Space Witch wasn't in the most recent trailer, but yeah, what's up with that? Come on. Hopefully, she'll be back. But uh, but you know, this game looks amazing. BD One is the best droid in any franchise ever. Yes, sir. No one yep. can tell me otherwise. BD One. Uh, this is a day one purchase for me, hands down, without a second thought. Especially on PS5, like I can't wait. Yeah, I yeah, I am very excited. I need to play replay through Fallen Order um, before just, it comes out. Just please, in the please coming months. Fix, fix the map, please. Just that's oh all. yeah, the map. Oh, that, that's all. The map is such a pain in the ass. I either game, don't have a map, map or yeah. fix the map. Yeah. No, yeah, no, you're right. No, yeah. Like when I replayed it, I didn't go looking for all the secrets, and I love doing that. Yeah. Metroidvania is like. Uh, Metroid Dread was my favorite game of last year, like obviously uh, as a Metroid fan. But like the, the you can't have Metroidvania elements in modern games. In old games, I get it, but in modern games without a good map because it's yes. just yeah. you want to tear your hair out. It was oh so aggravating. Yeah. yeah so March seventeenth, the next Star Wars game. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and then March twenty second is Have a Nice Death, which sounds familiar. Actually, it might be a oh, it's the oh, little, yeah. cute one with the little cute skeleton dude. Do you know what? I'm excited. With a cup for of coffee. It. It's one of those like looks like a fun indie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cool combat, yeah. honestly, and it's got me. Um, March 23rd, Storyteller on Switch and PC. This is another one where it's like a book art style, Annapurna. So I'm gonna play it. Uh, <laughs> And hopefully, hopefully, like it because Annapurna has been getting close. Where I'm like, man, Annapurna's falling apart over here with 12 minutes. Terrible. Oh, 12 minutes. Don't get me started. Uh, you don't have enough time in the episode. Somerville, interesting, but overall, very disappointed with that game. Um, not a very enjoyable experience to play because memoir blue of controls <laughs> and such. Um, or was Memoir... No, sorry. Was... Memoir Blue's the Annapurna yeah. one, not, not Somerville. Sorry. Yeah. Memoir Blue is also bad. Um, super uninteresting. And the gameplay is, like, non-existent, even by Annapurna uh, uh, standards. Um, but Storyteller looks cool. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming on March 24th. Yeah, too scary. Too scary. Same, 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 same ca caveat as Dead <laughs> Remake. Like, I liked Resident Evil 4. It's my favorite Resident Evil because it's action based. This one looks like it's going to be much scarier. I don't know that I'll be able to hack it, but I'm going to try. <sighs> I'm going to try to, right? That's yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I never played uh, the original. Can't wait to experience it in HD. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, next is. Just a ridiculous game that I'm not touching. Oh, yeah. 10 foot, foot, 10 foot pole. Crime Boss, Rock A City, March 28th. Did anyone else get like Rockstar cover art vibes from, from this? I, like, yeah, I got, we're trying to just rip off GTA. And I don't yeah. even like GTA, so I'm not in, at all interested in this game. So it's, yeah, it's weird. It looks like based on the, the game, the game award stuff, it's like, it's very much like we've got Hollywood actors. Like we're trying to make this a big AAA, like, blockbuster and like look i mean gta has been doing that with you know for years rockstar has been doing that with all their games and so if other companies want to try and do the same getting more games like that doing different things i mean that's how we got saints row which was huge for so long like 
but I don't know. It seems a little schlocky to me. I, I just also, I don't want to be a crime boss. I'm tired of that. Yeah. It's yeah. A, so overdone at this point. Yeah. Um, getting into April on my birthday, April 4th is the last gen version of Hogwarts legacy. Mm. Um, there's also meet your maker. Oh, that's the one. That's the one you play as a, Oh, that this now, one is, is this, this one? Yeah. This, this like one confused, yeah. this one confused me. I wasn't sure if you're playing as a human with like a bunch of armor pieces on, or if you're a droid, it is unclear. Um, because, because like the, the headpiece kind of looks like it could be a helmet, but it could also be like just your head. Um, apparently yeah, this one looks, Oh, there is a beta. Yeah. Nice. This looks like one that me and my brother might play. Um, it looks and cool. I might force him to get it for me for my birthday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. We were is talking this an about Eric this. Game? This is an Eric game. Um, and we were talking about this on the Discord a few days ago. Um, and I'm intrigued. Yeah, but. Not I've I've never I'm not a Mega Man like I've never played Mega Man so oh. um probably not gonna play it but it's an RPG it's more RPG so yeah. it's, it's it's more interesting to me than Mega Man so this the combat Normal is is card based you're building a deck to use different yeah. attacks um it's also grid based right so it's like your side is a three by three section the enemies is three by three you have things that affect like different slots uh and can really mix up the combat a lot um the writing does carry it forward in most cases it's i don't know i but like the combat is really really what i like about that game um yeah i'm a diehard Mega Man fan love that franchise uh Mega Man x battle network i played the game boy advanced one i don't remember which one that was uh and thought it was okay but never finished it i i think if this goes on sale i'll buy it because I've I I like RPGs. I like Mega Man. It'd be worth trying on on sale. But I don't know that it's a day one purchase for me at full price. Just because, like I I'd much rather Mega Man Twelve at this point than this or whatever's next in the X franchise. As long as it doesn't suck like the last couple. Like yeah. you know, Battle Network. I know folks who love that's that series. It's just it's not something. It would be new for me. I'd be trying it for the first time. I'm curious how it holds up now it's been a long time obviously i played it on the original game game boy advance the majority of those games were on game boy advance so yeah i really do hope it holds up um april 19th we have the horizon forbidden west dlc burning shores it is ps5 only which is a choice that Mm. they made um (laughs) uh don't don't understand that one um but I, I, as someone who's played all the way through Horizon for West, enjoyed my time with it. I, I don't know that I'm very interested in returning to that, to be honest, like anytime soon. Um, you know how damp that fire got for Horizon after the second one. I don't know. Yeah. I loved the first one. I played it at the end of last year, but I, I just, I think other stuff came out the month that Forbidden West did. So I didn't, I wasn't Elden Ring. Like Elden (laughs) Ring. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Like, I like, I love Aloy. I think Aloy is a, a great yeah. character, and I am curious about Forbidden West. But until I buy the game, the DLC does nothing for me, and I probably won't end up buying it. I'll wait for a PS Plus or a discount or something. You know, I still I yeah. bought God of War Ragnarok, which I've only scratched the surface of the first three hours of, and I hear it's like mm. thirty hours long. So that's Oof. like my big PlayStation game for next year. If yeah. I play, yeah. play one, is going back to that. I think. Yeah, I, I'm just the Horizon Forbidden West was already long enough. Yeah, didn't do, don't really need DLC and like I, I don't know it. It's not it, the ending did not give me confidence. Uh, <laughs> in where this series is going because I did not like the ending of Horizon Forbidden West at all. Um, mm. and it, it just. And I liked a majority of what led up to the ending. Yeah. But just the way that game ended was very disappointing. And yeah, I, I don't think I'm very excited for the DLC. Um, I'm sure I'll get it eventually. It'll probably be like, it'll probably be the same thing that happened with the, uh, the DLC for the first game, which I, before For- Forbidden West came out, I went back and replayed Zero Dawn with the DLC. It'll probably just be the same thing that happens here when they announced Horizon 3 coming out the same day as Elden Ring 2. Uh, <laughs> I'll replay Forbidden West with the DLC. But not the whole thing, because that game is way too long. Won't, won't go for the 100%. I already platinumed it, so. Yeah. Um, come out April 28th is Dead Island 2. For <laughs> <laughs> all nice. these years. <laughs> Um, anybody interested in that one? <laughs> I'm curious. Like, I don't know. I tried zombie games are hit or miss for me. Um, and like I played uh, what was the one that got a sequel this year? Dying um, Light? Dying, Dying Light. Light. So I I played Dying Light one last year, finally. I'd had it for years and got through it and actually kind of enjoyed it. And then I got Dying Light, I got I got a code for Dying Light 2, which I was very grateful for. And I played the first like five hours and hated it. It's just Anything that I liked from the first game was not in the second game. It's a bummer. Um, and so, like, they're not like I don't think I think they co-developed the first Dead Island, but they're not they're not working on this one. I think it's the or the 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 studio they partnered with on the first one is just taking lead on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dead Island one I played like I think the first five or six hours of, and it was like GTA plus zombies sort of in first person. It was fun. This there's not much to the story, so. Which I guess is not why you play a co-op zombie game anyway. Is not really always for the <laughs> yeah. story, but yeah, it just didn't really resonate with me. So I'd be curious to try it, but I'm not definitely not a day one purchase for me at this point. Yeah, zo- zombies are not my thing. Like I, Last of Us is the only thing. <laughs> Those are like, I mean, they are zombies, but they're they're slightly different. Um, yeah, zo- just going out and killing a bunch of zombies is not interesting to me um and it just seems like there's so many of them why why are there so many zombie games <laughs> um so that was the end of april now we get into may and we're getting real scarce here um but may has two games i am very excited two games that are both going to be day one purchases for me um like 100% not even questioning that um, first, we have on May 12th, Legend of Zelda, The Tears of the Kingdom, the follow-up to Breath of the Wild. 
excited about this, but mm. direct sequels to Zelda games are always hit or miss, right? Yep. Like, I, I liked Majora's Mask, but it was a very different game, and I, I struggled to finish it. Like, it, you know, whereas like Link Between Worlds, which was a spiritual successor to Link to the Past, was so phenomenal. Good. One of my favorites. Tears of the Kingdom looks really great, but also I've hit this point. We've talked about this on Funny Games a little bit. As an anxious person who has limited time, open world games seem to make me more anxious than excited. Like Starfield just seems intimidating mm. to me. And I love the Fallout <laughs> series, but the idea that you're making a game that's twice as big as Skyrim, but in space and other planets and galaxies. And so like Breath of the uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which is a sequel to Breath of the Wild, which was a big game as well. I'm just, I'm hesitant. I'm going to buy it day one. I just don't know if I'll get through it uh, because it's just, they, they're touting that it's going to be bigger than the first one. It's going to have more to do. And I love that first game. I think as an experience, it's one of the best Zelda games, though it's not one of my favorite. It's definitely one of the coolest Zelda games right. to experience. But I just think this one's going to be too big for me, and I may put it on the back burner um, initially. But we'll see. I, I'm I'm curious. I'm optimistic. We haven't still seen a ton of combat or gameplay yet, so I'm yeah. curious as we see more of that. I think yeah, it'll be bite size thing right <clears throat> like yeah. if they can still do oh let's go do this korok seed or let's go do yeah. a small thing i think that i can definitely fit it in easier and it seems yeah. a little less daunting as an open world game but we'll see yeah because that's what was great about breath of the wild you know you could just go on solve a couple puzzles and then get off yeah. and made it a lot more you know approachable um and didn't didn't like the world obviously feels huge just because of how small you are, like the scale. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job with the wild balancing that. Um, hopefully that continues with Tears of the Kingdom. Um, my, other really, my other real big concern, though, of course, is as we start to see the seams break on the Switch's hardware. Yes. For, yeah. For like, look, Zelda, the first Zelda ran great. Um, and like RCS mostly ran good, but like this, like, First party titles tend to run without issue. And for example, like Kirby and Metroid both ran beautifully without issue. Mm -hmm. yep. And so if anyone can do it, the first party team at Nintendo, I believe can, but I am hesitant. I'm excited for how great it'll look on the OLED, which is what I have, but I am hesitant to believe it will run as smoothly as the first game did if they're trying yeah. to put more in it. Yeah. 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 yeah always got to be skeptical with the switch and the <laughs> performance quality. Uh, the second game in May, the only other game we have a release date for in May is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And this just got another trailer at the Game Awards paying homage to Kevin Conroy. Yep. And man, it's going to be heartbreaking to hear him like one last time. Yeah. Um, kind of sad that his, I, I guess I don't know if it, it's going to be his last ever performance as Batman. I don't know if there's other things in the works where he's going to be voicing Batman. But the last video game, presumably, where he's going to be voicing Batman, the whole premise is you're going to kill him. Yeah. 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 Um, well, maybe it turns good in the end, you know? <laughs> Yikes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's that. But I'm very excited for this game. It looks fun. This is actual Rocksteady. Um yeah. Not uh, what is it? That's uh, the one that makes uh, that made Arkham or Gotham Knights. Yeah, WB yeah. Montreal. This is Rocksteady. They have not missed. They made yeah. three great Batman games. I don't foresee them missing with this one. Looks like a blast. 
yeah, Agreed. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Um, it is, it, but I love Kevin, Kevin. I'm a voice actor nerd, and Kevin Conroy is one of my oldest favorites. Of course, he's the reason I love Batman flat out. Like I like the uh-huh. comics, but the animated Same. series is the reason I love yes. the character. And uh, I loved his version in the games. Um, you know, I didn't mind Warner Brother Montreal's Batman game. I liked Origins. I thought it was it was fun be- for the size. I didn't mind that it was smaller. Um, but like I replayed the whole Arkham series last year. Um, just because I felt like it, and uh, they all hold up. I th- I still say Asylum's the best. It's a Metroidvania. It's the it's the most tight. Um, but I love all those games, and so any game that the Rocksteady makes, I'm going to play. And I like their version of the Suicide Squad that we've seen. Um, I mostly just want to kill people as King Shark. Uh, yep, that's, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm I I'm an emotional person in general and i know that no matter how the story goes like it's knowing that it's last yeah. it's likely his last performance is such a bummer but uh but i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be fun i'm curious to see how the combat works we haven't really still seen a ton of that yeah like, yeah i really want to know because you've got ranged characters melee characters you know yep. brutes and so i'm curious what this is going to look like but but i'm excited for it yeah I, I have full faith in Rocksteady because they have some of the best action combat there is. So Yep. Yeah, yeah. totally. Very excited. Um now we get into June. Uh this is the second to last month that we actually have dates for. Uh so just a few here. We have Street Fighter Six, which mm. I no interest in. Take it away. Anybody else who wants to talk about Street Fighter Six. I have a, a passing Me. interest. <laughs> So uh, the last one I played was Street Fighter 4 um, or Super Street Fighter 4, I guess, on the PlayStation 4, if I'm right. Um, got really, really into that one. I, I do have a history with Street Fighter. I've been playing since, God, uh, pretty much since they came out. Um, I've, I've liked almost all of them. I'm decent at them. I wouldn't say I'm good, but it, as for as far as fighting games go, they're my they're my series. I prefer them over Immortal Kombat or or the other popular ones like Tekken. So, um, this one has some interesting stuff with like the the main story, right? It's like a pseudo open world, I'm guessing. Um, so that'll be kind of cool to see what they do with that. If they got a killer story, I mean, you know, maybe I'll pick it up. So. Yeah, I uh, I love the Street Fighter franchise. Five, I bounced off of really fast because of like everyone else, it was not great. Um, as good as four, especially. Um, but from what I've seen of six, I love the new art style. I love the new design. I'm glad they're using the RE engine, right? Because like they've so many of yes. the other games fit that design so well. Um, but I'll probably pick it up to play with friends. Uh, I am not great at it. I bought Guilty Gear uh, Stry recently, <laughs> and I love it. I loved those games, and they're fun. But I am bad at them. Yes. Uh, but uh but this looks good i didn't get into the most recent beta but i have a bunch of friends who did and who shared some of their thoughts on it and uh it, it looks it looks like a lot of fun so i'm 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 excited to try it and dive into another fighting game whether i'll stick with it or not it depends on the game itself really yeah gaff you have thoughts on street Fighter six move on <laughs> move on <laughs> you don't <laughs> uh June sixth is Diablo four. Oh, um, is there another one where I have to ignore what is happening at the company that is making right. this game? Unfortunately, yeah. um, but I'm gonna have to separate it because I am very excited for this game. Uh, I can't help it. Uh, yeah, 
it looks awesome. Uh, I am ready to jump back into Diablo with my brother. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll have Strangers of Paradise beaten by then. Because <laughs> we slowly, slowly grinded our way through that. Uh, yeah, very, very excited for more Diablo. I just, hope, I just hope it has a better launch than three. Agreed. Yes. Literally every launch. I mean, look, the, the grain of salt with online launches, right? Like when Overwatch 2 didn't work on day one, I'm like, y'all, it's a online game. Like, let's, yeah. let's be realistic at this point. They're never prepared. <laughs> yeah. Nope. But um, but I, I liked Diablo 3. I ended up loving it by the end as it got better. Um, I didn't buy the Diablo 2 remaster just because everything was still fresh yeah, with what was going on with Activision. I do still at some point want to play the remaster, but but I'm excited for four. I hope they bring back my favorite class, the monk. I love yes. playing the monk. I love being a werewolf, or not the monk. I'm sorry, the druid. I love the monk in three. Druid. But what I really want is the druid because the werewolf druid that could summon wolves was the best thing in mm. Diablo two. It's all I did. Mm. Uh, so I hope we get that class again. But yeah, no, I mean it looks good. Also, any any Blizzard game willing to partner with Halsey, I'm in. I'm a pop. I, I'm oh a my pop god! Music. Like, yeah, come on, let's sure. go. Was amazing. <laughs> so good. Didn't see that, that was coming a mile away, amazing. So oh my gosh, that was great. I almost forgot about that. That completely <laughs> like had left my mind. That was you insane. wouldn't think about that partnership, I oh, suppose, but not at all. But I'm yeah. here for it. Let's get let's get CRJ doing some video games. Yeah, right? like, yes, I'm in yeah. Taylor Swift, all of them. Bring all the cool. pop stars. Yeah, in. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Like usually, usually, like I did, I, I haven't liked when they do these musical performances at the game awards, but that was just <laughs> come on, that you couldn't hate Incredible. that. Um, yeah, <laughs> Diablo Four, baby, let's go. Uh, won't be playing Diablo Four for very long because on June twenty second, <laughs> Final Fantasy sixteen comes out, and this is my this is my most anticipated game that has a release date. That's fair enough. Um, I don't know if it's my most anticipated in general, but that has a release date. This is by far Final Fantasy 16, and it it just injected in my veins. I just want to play it as soon as possible. Like, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. Like, I'm a very recent. I have very recently gotten into the Final Fantasy franchise. Like, Final Fantasy VII remake was my first entry into the franchise. It's a good um, one. <laughs> it's just like one, yeah. I've yeah, I've never been a fan of like turn based. Um, so the action combat really got me, and really got me because it is one of the best action combat like systems out there. Uh, and then I just recently played through the original remake or the original Final Fantasy Seven. I started Final Fantasy Eight. I am full into this franchise now. I am very excited to play through like most of them. Um, won't play Final Fantasy fourteen. Not doing that to myself. Uh, <laughs> Fair, but yeah, I I I cannot wait to play Final Fantasy sixteen and just like talk about it with my brother and like all my friends who are playing it. And oh my gosh, it's gonna be so good. It looks really um, good. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I Final Fantasy as a franchise is hit or miss for me. I love the franchise, but I notoriously didn't finish a lot of them. I finished nine for the first time this year. And oh my God, as someone who wrote off nine for being too like fantasy kitty looking, I'm an idiot. Mm. I'll just say it. <laughs> uh, that game has one of the best final acts of any Final Fantasy game ever. You uh, damn right. Blew me away. <laughs> um, I want to replay eight. 
I remember not liking it, but I want to give it another shot. But like, I still have to. I've I've gotten through most of six. I've gotten through most of four. Like, I've never really finished all of them. And like, I went back to twelve, no, thirteen this year. Yes. And liked what I was playing, but I didn't finish it. But like, I want to play and finish more Final Fantasy games. I still never finished yeah. fifteen, uh, which I I now have the Royal Edition or whatever as for PS Plus. So. And- now you get the ending that was supposed to be right you know you get the full story so i played that game at launch right and obviously yeah. there's a whole thing where the dlc came out and and it really patched a lot of holes in the narrative so um yeah i'm excited uh, to revisit that but 16 looks awesome in the same kind of epic way and it's part of it is because it has the same lead now but like it has the vibe of 14 mm-hmm. like style and the, the the time period kind of style and look um and so i'm and I love the story in 14. Like the thing about 14 that I will say, not to make you play it, but you can play it without doing any side quests. You can just do the main story and mm-hmm. you will be of the right level. So you can essentially treat it like a single player game, except for the my, dungeons. My problem if it, is if I start Final Fantasy 14, <laughs> my brother will not let me stop playing it. Like <laughs> he <laughs> will make me play with him all the time. Like that that's the that's the issue there. Like I <laughs> I won't even have a choice. Like <laughs> I'll play that game nonstop. Um but 16 looks awesome. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I feel like you were saying that Final Fantasy franchise is like a hit or miss. I feel like that's true for a lot of people just cuz yeah. all the games are super different like aesthetically. Right. Um even like the combat in 8 is so weird. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Like so weird. Um and I'm I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I definitely think I'm going to get tired of it eventually. But uh, this looks great. I, I cannot believe what I've seen in these trailers is going to be real. But it's going to be real. Stunning presentations, man. Like, yeah. Um, and then in July, the last date that we have <laughs> is the Switch version of Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> on July 25th. Now. Well, it, that that has to be cloud, Sorry, right? Like, yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no way it's gonna be native. There's no way. Yeah, that is. I can't that, believe they're releasing this choice. at like four different dates across the year, or three different dates, I guess. Um, <sighs> they must have done the numbers to find there was an audience somewhere, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's all the ones we have dates for. Now no we're the year. That's it. No, yeah, yeah no that's more games it. are coming no more games. Games. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. No uh, more games ever again. Now, let's go through the ones that don't have dates. We're going to make this a lot quicker, though. Um, Ooh, rapid fire. And for then sake we'll of brevity. Yeah, ra- kind of rapid fire. We'll stop at some big ones. Um, AEW, Fight Forever. After Us. Age of Empires 4 coming to consoles. Um, so that's cool. Akka... R? R- <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. That's coming to everything. Uh, Alan Wake 2. That's exciting. That's cool. I'm replaying Control as we speak. I know we'll talk a little bit about more playing later, but Mm. like I had never played a Remedy game since Max Payne 1, and then I played Control when it came out because it looked like my kind of sci-fi bullshit, which it was, and I became obsessed. I immediately played Alan Wake after. Loved that. So like I am so hyped for this sequel. I cannot wait, especially since... They recently announced with the DLC and stuff, they joined those universes. So, like, yep. more sci-fi, weird, strange BS? Let's go. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. Control Control's one of those games where it's, like, it's scary, but it's just, like, 
sci-fi it's unnerving and freaky more than it's like yeah exactly like there's the there's the one invisible enemy the first time you fight it that scared the (laughs) living shit out of me but other than that i was like mostly fine but the powers are so Uh, cool right like um, yeah yeah. and like the combat's awesome like uh, man that game rules and i i i want to replay that because i haven't played dlc for that at all i haven't finished i need to finish the game yeah it's great highly recommend awesome game um aliens dark descent amnesia the bunker Angerfoot. this okay on that one yeah that's a devolver that's a devolver uh what is this game i have a soft soft spot for devolver games most of them are usually pretty pretty much bangers for me right uh i played so many of their indies um this one seems to be like hotline miami but like first person you're just kicking stuff and it's brutal and it's obscene and it's over the top and there's this like hardcore music playing in the background and it it, yeah there's i think there's still a demo maybe on uh, steam i i recommend you trying out there is so there is a download uh, if you if you are into any of that definitely uh definitely give this a look it's it's absurd but it looks fun this so. looks crazy you're like yeah you're just literally ki- oh you do have a gun though it, yes but they do but it looks like for the most part yeah. you're just kicking people that, yeah that's great um arc raiders arc 2 starring vin diesel that's <laughs> oh definitely not ever playing that um armor core 6 fires of rubicon Okay, so like I'm not gonna take a lot of time here, but if you follow me on Twitter, I lost my absolute goddamn mind when they announced this. People are in for this game, man. Sit on grandpa's lap as I tell you about From Software, the company that used to make something besides Souls games. And like <laughs> I love the Armor Card series. It's like mech building BS. It is it is so the opposite of their other games, but like I assumed we would never see a new game in this franchise. It's been like a decade or more since they've made one. So when they announced this at the Game Awards, I just absolutely, like this and Hades 2, oh, I lost yeah. my absolute mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just, I love mech games. I love Armored Core. And like, I'm curious how this will do in a modern setting, right? Like, either people will be going to be way in it or people are going to be like, oh, this isn't Dark Souls. And I hope it's not the latter, but I'm so excited for this game. I cannot wait. Our, our Armored Core 6, people are excited for this game because our yeah. Armored Core 6 reaction <laughs> has, without a doubt, like our highest view count. It's crazy. People just show up like, for Armored Core. Insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are excited for that one. I wish I could be, but... <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, I am excited for this game. Going going back to whole, apparently going back to the roots of Assassin's Creed. We'll see. We'll see how much they're actually going back to the roots of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. One, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Yeah, Gaff. You know, we 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 gotta support our our fallen franchise. Okay. <laughs> struggling, uh, struggling, friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be cautiously optimistic for this one. Uh, I'm gonna be more optimistic than cautious, though, just because I want it to be good. According to those, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, we have Atlas Fallen, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Let's go. Wait, it still says Stadia on here. 
Oh my goodness. Hilarious. That's definitely not the case. No. Nope. Come on, game informer. <laughs> Get that out of here. Uh hope that game's good. Me too. But same thing with the Sands Cream Mirage. I'm gonna be optimistic, you know? It's gonna be good. Uh Baldur's Gate 3. Cannot wait. Gonna be good. I already have been playing the the early access. Not a lot of it, because mm, I don't want to ruin mm. it. But like I just finished Divinity Original Sin 2 the other night with a group of friends I've been playing for a year and a half with. Like just it's a long game wow. though. Yeah. And so like that, like it, it was really fun to, to play that with some some really close friends. And so we're gonna dive into Boulder Gate 3 together. It's gonna be I can't wait. I I love the Boulder's Gate games. I'm really excited. Me and my brother are very slowly making our way through the first Divinity original yeah. scene, so they, they take a while. Very slow, very slow. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> um, Banishers, Ghost of Ghosts of Eden, uh, Battle Cakes. Okay, which is just <laughs> Xbox bad. One and PC, which is interesting. <laughs> Blazing Strike, Blue Protocol. Bomb Rush Cyber Funk. <laughs> uh, we got some quality names here. Uh, Bot- Botany Manor. Like some plants in. Um, Boundary. Bounty Star. Bramble the Mountain King. <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone Mobile. That's interesting. Chance of Sinar. Really going through a lull here. Uh, <laughs> uh, coffee talk episode two: Hibiscus and butterfly. Are you kidding me? These are made up. That that's not no. Real. That's real. Good. <laughs> uh, colossal cave. Wait, did I not already say that? This is last gen version of colossal. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, crash team rumble. Okay. Crash um, fans. Game nobody was asking for. <laughs> not, a, not any of us. <laughs> uh, Creature Keeper, Cybernets, Flashpoint, Dead Cells, Return yes. to Pennsylvania. Steven, take Dude, it away. I'm, I'm, I'm there, right? You got yeah. me, Motion Twin. Dead Cells. They continue to update Dead Cells. I think there's like seven or eight updates now. Um, everyone, I'm, I play through as much as possible. Um, so yeah, with this one, it's no different. It seems to be, I think there's a new, like, Soul Knight, if I'm right, is a new playable character, which is interesting, and I wonder how that's going to work, because normally you're just an amorphous collection of cells that inhabit a armor suit. So um, now, and I, I wonder how that's going to work. You'll probably just be like a soul that goes into an armor suit now. Um, you're throwing sharks in some of them. It just looks wild. Uh it looks like a definitely a bigger release though than some of the more recent ones. So excited. Uh, we have a Desta, the memories between Devolver, Tumble Time, Disney, Dreamlight Valley. Oh, oh, the full oh, release. Yeah. Full release, right, yeah. right? Yeah. Now it's in like for, beta or something. Yeah, keep forgetting it's access. in technically in early access and it's free, but then when it's releasing, it's gonna be paid and confusing. Uh Disney Illusion Island. Disney speeds or a lot of Disney going on. Uh, door, 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 dong, <laughs> Dordonia, <laughs> D- Dordonia, sure. Uh, Dune Spice Wars, EA Sports PGA Tour, Earthlock 2, Ayudin Chronicle, 100 Heroes, 
That one I'm curious about. I played. They had a spinoff game that came out this year that was really good. Mm. This is by the original devs of Suikoden. They now partnered to make this new, like, many hero based like tactical RPG. So yeah. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I love the Suikoden games, but but I'm not. I I we haven't heard a lot about this. Just the uh, just the spinoff. So I'm curious to see how it turns out. Endless Dungeon. Ender Knights, Everspace 2, Full release. Everywhere, Echo Primal, <laughs> Fay Farm. Oh, is that one of those great Switch farming games right, that we yeah, saw? Yeah. Probably. Oh, boy. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Is that is this another That's the mobile final? Game. This is another yeah. game I'm going to have to play for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh oh, it's a mobile game. So it's the, an entry so point. Yeah. One can only assume that at the end of the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, there's gonna be a part where you summon all the players that played the mobile game <laughs> to take down one of the bosses. One one can Literally. only assume that is what is going to happen. Uh and then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Let's so excited. go. Um, couldn't be more excited for that. I'm even more excited for that than Final Fantasy 16, and that uh, we haven't seen like barely anything. From that, uh, from I think this Rebirth, gets delayed so. personally. Yeah. Oh, I think it's an end of year thing. Yeah, it, well, if it is. So the thing is, they said next winter. Yeah. Which technically yeah. could mean like January or February right, yeah. of 2024, which yeah. I think is more likely because I would agree. There's Two. no way they're going to release this yeah. and. 16 the same year like i mean seems they, they could but i mean yeah, look at pokemon unlikely. you know arceus yeah. and scarlet yeah. Yeah. i mean look uh, at them though <laughs> yeah look, actually look at <laughs> i'm just saying that is yeah. why you don't do that, that is, and i love both those games just saying still yeah you're not wrong. uh flashback to flintlock siege of dawn this game looks interesting to me um i'm Combat not going to talk cool. about it so we don't need to spend too much time on that one. Uh, Flock. <laughs> uh, Forever Skies. Forza Motorsport. All right, now I can finally speak. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta Xbox finally showing up this year, hopefully. Uh, yeah, they've been vastly absent, which uh, reflects in my gaming habits this year. But um, I love Forza. Um, Horizons the Goat and Motorsport. Motorsport looks dope. Can't wait to play, even though it's a racing sim, like a hardcore racing sim. But damn it, I'm going to learn how to play and be good at it. <laughs> Didn't, I mean, you learned how to play the flight sim, right? Yeah. So it's doable. Master pilot. Yeah. And um, according to uh, Keen in chess, says Xbox rumored to have a showcase early 2023. So, yeah. You we might know, find man, out about their year. I'm really hoping yeah, as soon as they get out of court. Yeah, as soon as they're out of court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Front Mission 2 Remake, Frozen Flame, Garbage Pale Kids, Mad Mike, and the Quest for Stale Gum. Oh, I just can't believe that's coming out. E yeah. yeah. For the NES. NES, no yeah. That like wild is, that's like a Pajama Sam title. Yeah, that is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, good, vo good, oh, goodbye, Volcano High. 
goodbye world. <laughs> Grim Grimoire once more. Gunbrella. Looks fun. I'm excited for Gunbrella. That's a longer <laughs> joint. It's by yeah, the of developers. It is. It's, <laughs> by, it's by the people who did uh, Gato Roboto, which I loved. So oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Uh, Hell is Us. Hello, Neighbor. Search and Rescue. Um, VR game. Have fun spending a lot of money for that. Um, Homeworld 3. Hyenas. Hyperlight Breaker. Couldn't, couldn't get into Hyperlight Drifter. Just couldn't, couldn't get into it. Um, I was converted to a Heart Machine fan after um, Solar Ash. I played that, which was phenomenal. Mm. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about Lightbreaker because I didn't. I also didn't gel with Light Drifter. So okay, Let's see, yeah, yeah. I I'm just excited. didn't like. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't, I didn't get into it very much. Uh, high high tail. I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. What a cyber scene. That's that one. Uh, I, I B pound, I guess. Ib, um, Ib, Ib, one of those, one of those options. Industries of Titan, Ink bound, Ink, <laughs> Inkulinati, what? Inkulinati. I'm really bad with pronunciation, as you can tell. Uh, Kerbal Space Program Two. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game. I can't believe we're getting that also. Wild. Yeah, that is unbelievable. Insane. Uh, Layers of Fears. Obviously, I am. I'm excited for not that touching that game with the 10 foot pole. Uh, <laughs> Leap. Lightyear Frontier. Like a Dragon. Gaiden, the man who erased name. This is. So is the, that it? This is uh, the proper sequel to Like a Dragon. Yep. Oh, well. okay. The man who erased his name is 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 Kiryu Kazuma, who is yep. like the wow. was the franchise horse for a long time. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I don't know why Kiryu's hair is dyed grayish blonde, and he looks like the lead singer of a uh, I new mean, metal look, band. Look, I, this <laughs> is Yakuza we're talking about here, like right. a dragon. So may, you yeah. know, it'll make sense when we get there. <laughs> right, but uh, but yeah, it looks it looks like it's going to be another awesome Yakuza game. I'm excited. We have Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. It's a dope name. Marvel Snap coming to PC. Yep. Okay. Marvel World of Heroes. Marvel's Spider-Man 2, which we just got an announcement that it is coming fall 2023. And I'm assuming there will be discussion all year whether this game is going to get delayed, just like there were right. for God of War. Um, until we get a firm release date. Um, very excited. Insomniac is just like kicking ass recently. Yeah. So um, I cannot wait for Marvel Spider-Man 2. I, like I said, I spoke to Yuri recently. He was great, yeah. you know, on the pod. And so like, also he's in Midnight Suns, I found out recently as Spider-Man as well. Oh, and I yep. love when they do that synergy. Um I, I just Venom is my fa one of my favorite characters of all time. The fact that the Candyman himself is doing the voice of Venom <laughs> is just unbelievable to me. Uh, it's such a perfect casting. I just I'm curious to see how they do Venom in this world because based on what we've seen from the games, while trying to avoid spoilers, like we know likely who Venom's going to be, and I'm very excited. Yep. And, and then and the current cast for that, like Spider Man. I said this when Spider Man One came out. 
I think it's one of the best written Spider-Man stories ever besides Into the Spider-Verse. Like, it just, that whole narrative, um, they made me give a shit about Negative Man, which, like, didn't think was possible. And then the whole Otto Octavia story is one of the best things they've ever done. So I can't, can't wait for that game. So excited. It's going to be awesome. Um, that game's on PC now, right? The first one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. M- Mina the Hollower. Minecraft Mina. Legend. Mina. Mina. Okay. I it's, see. <laughs> I was going to say that and I went with another option and I it's, was it's, wrong. It's <laughs> the new Yacht Club joint. So that's why I'm excited about it. Love yes, Shovel Knight. And same. this is their next franchise. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it looks like a mix of like uh, Game Boy Zelda games and Castlevania. It, I'm very mm. excited. Game Informer actually recently did a documentary on it. Al, uh, Alex oh. Van Aken released it uh, and directed it, wrote like edited it. It's very good. It's like, a, I think, 15 minutes. Making of Mina the Hollower. Yep. Yeah. It's a good doc. If you're curious about the game, definitely give it a watch. And you can play it on Linux if you have that. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. It's FYI. Break, breakthrough game for Linux. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Minecraft Legends, Maneco's M- Night Market, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak coming to the. So wait, the DLC is so- coming later. Yeah. yeah, to the consoles. Interesting. Yep, okay. just the base game coming to consoles first. Okay. Um, Mortal Kombat Onslaught, Moving Out Two. What? Not that I ever played Moving Out One, but moving I, out I know again. What it is. I didn't realize they were making a second one. Uh, still, still moving, moving out. out. Yeah, still moving out. Uh, my time at the Sand Rock. Sand Rock. My time at one. Porsche Devs, right? Yeah. Just a different game. The, yeah, that's their sequel, I think. Okay. Uh, Nightingale, Nine Souls, Off the Grid, Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. I started Oxenfree. Have I need to get back to that one. Uh, Pacific Drive. That's that weird one, which I don't... Is the gameplay just driving around? That's a weird trailer. Um, Pal World, Park <laughs> Beyond, Payday 3. Wait, what? Payday 3? <laughs> Supposedly. Man, there's... Man, okay. Interesting. Uh, Pepper Grinder. Phantom Abyss. Okay, so that's that cool... Yeah, that's that cool one that just came out where it's like Temple Run, but it's like uh, kind of multiplayer, but not really. You don't play with other people, but... It's fun. The premise of that game is very interesting to me, but not anything I'll probably ever play. Uh, It's hard. Pikman 4. (laughs) Pikman 4. Yeah. Um, Apparently, cool. I should play Pikmin because I like Tinykin. So now everybody's telling me I should play Pikmin. Uh, Pistol Whip for PSVR 2, Planet of Lana, Pragmata, Prehistoric Kingdom, Ravenlock, Raven's Watch, Read Only Memories, Nero Diver, Redfall. Let's go, Gaff. I know you're going to be excited for that Woo-hoo! one. Let's go. <laughs> I'm very excited as well. Uh, it's arcane, so they they have not made a bad game, so very excited. Uh, and I like vampires. I like vampires more than I like zombies. So <laughs> you can put up with uh, vampires. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. I can very. I I can more than put up with vampires. I okay. I love vampires. It's what uh, blood and wine. It's great. It, yeah. Even though the vampires uh, are annoying to fight. <laughs> That is true. Uh, 
Remnant 2. Excited. Remnant, one of those games that I got for free on Epic, and a bunch of my friends and I are oh, like, let's try it. They said it's like first-person Dark Souls, and we loved it. So I'm excited for the sequel. I think it's an underrated game. The first it is. One, so I'm excited for the new one. So good. Oh, my gosh. I, me and my brother played through this game, and, yeah, so much fun. Uh, this, was the, this was the announcement at the Game Awards where I was the most excited for, by far. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, so excited for Remnant 2. Uh replaced hmm. excited for that one as well yep um, Same here. robocop rogue city getting a robocop <sighs> wild to me starring peter weller yeah RoboCop again uh, like, wow yeah How are we getting okay. that's uh, interesting <laughs> honestly i'm kind of excited i like the robocop franchise yeah you know, it's very of its time we get a fun game because the the NES RoboCop games were and RoboCop first Terminator games were bad, so I would I would actually dig a cool they, new. They got to be better at least than those, right? Like, I, it was, so, I mean, gonna, not a high bar. Ray tracing, <laughs> it's <be> so shiny. <laughs> uh, Rune Factory Three Special, not to be confused with just right your little old Rune Factory Three, right. Um, Star Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl. Yeah, hopefully that game comes out yeah. soon. Yeah, that's another one that's been in development hell for a while. Yeah. That um, the whole uh, war thing does not help. No. no. Yeah, that um, damn. Fortunately, damn Russia. Yep. Um, Sacrifier. Shim skim. <laughs> one of those. Sea of Stars. That is my most anticipated game of next year. It's by the guys really Messenger. It is, uh, an, it's in the Come Messenger on. universe, but it's a turn-based RPG. So it's oh, got like Chrono Trigger vibes. The it, writing though. <laughs> the, the writing in the Messenger is some of the best indie game writing ever, besides yes. like Shovel Knight and, and uh, Way Forward stuff. But like Sea of Stars looks amazing. If you are a RPG fan, especially as you get into like the Final Fantasy franchise, we were looking for more turn-based, like tried more turn-based RPGs. This looks like it's going to be dope. Oh, so awesome. Well, I'll have to keep that on my radar. Um, Skate Story. Slime Rancher 2. That game's not out yet? Full release. I think it's early access oh, right now. Early access. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why does everything come out in early access? Uh, Star Trek Resurgence. Star Wars Hunters. Starfield. Supposedly, we will see. I uh, now the reason I said earlier, Final Fantasy 16 is my most anticipated game with a release a date. Release date. Yeah. This is my most anticipated game. Yeah. Overall, I like. I live and breathe Bethesda RPGs. I, I love them <laughs> so much, and I am very, very excited for this. It is definitely going to be one of those things you were talking about earlier, where it's, it might just be too big because. Yeah. That's my yeah, worry. It, 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 it might be too big. It might be too big. Because I get that with open worlds. Like, the Assassin's Creed game is way too big now. Um, Look, we just got that Witcher update. I love Witcher 3 so much. Uh, I want to replay mm. it, but I just I it can't. It is very big. It's it is too, very big. too much. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. Um, I am enjoying my time playing that, though. Me too. Um, yeah, very excited for Starfield. Cannot wait. Mainly, like, I have to be honest, one of the reasons I'm more excited for Starfield is 
once this comes out, that means we're one step closer to Elder Scrolls Six. Oh, <laughs> it's a means to an end for you. The yeah. unicorn. It, it really is, Gaff. It really is a means to an end. Um, Starship Troopers Extermination. Stellar Blade, which looks crazy. Um, Story of Seasons: A Wonderful Life. Hmm. I'm not going to try this next one. Su- Suic- Su- I got, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Suikoden okay. 1 and 2 HD remasters. Uh, Suikoden 1 and 2 are like the definitive like tactics, like hero-based games, RPGs in the okay. PlayStation era. And they're getting re- HD remasters for modern consoles. And I'm very excited. Um, Super Bomberman R2. Surprise, that's getting a sequel. But okay. Yeah. Um, System Shock, System Shock remake. Yeah, I I want to believe it's gonna be good, but I don't know. <laughs> Another we'll see, know. right? Yeah, yeah. Who knows if it'll even come out next year too? Because that right. one also keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. Good uh, luck with this Tachia, next one. <laughs> I am, I am over the moon with excitement for this one. Uh, <laughs> I always forget about it too until we get a new trailer, which we haven't yeah. gotten a trailer for a while, um, which is. Making me nervous, but um, very, very excited for this one. Looks cute as hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tesla Grad 2. Test Drive Unlimited Solar Crown. The Dark Pictures Switchback VR. The Expanse, a Telltale yeah. series. Ooh, I still excited. need to watch. I still need to watch this show. This It is one I'm of the there. Best. It's one of the best science fiction shows I've watched because it, it handles political intrigue in a way that I actually gave a shit about. The cast is also incredible, um, but I'm excited about this. I'm bummed that it's like, it's a Telltale series, but it's really a ghost of a shell of Telltale. It's not really the same, like it is, but it isn't. Like the whole, because yeah. they went under, but like I, it's not going to stop me from buying it because I, the, the character that it follows, Drummer, is one of my favorite characters from the show. And so mm. I'm excited for this. Also, I love the Telltale games. Like I played a bunch of them and yeah. they're always a good time. Yeah. Um, the Invincible, The Last Case of Benedict Fox, The Legend of Heroes Trails into Reverie, The Light Brigade, The. Lords of the Fallen, <laughs> not to be confused with the first game, Lords of the Fallen. Uh, the Plucky Squire looks really cool. Yeah, it's a cool little indie. I really, that's the storybook looking one, right? Yeah. Yeah, where you hop out of the storybook and it's just like yeah. completely 3D. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. What? Yeah, it's really cute. I'm really excited <laughs> right. Another Devolver published game. Like, yep. Let's go. That looks sweet. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why? Why many people think they need to put the at the beginning of their yeah, games? I understand. The Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners, Chapter Two: Retribution. Woo! A good VR game. My friend's excited for that. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Shout out to him. Shout, shout out to Gaff's friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wandering Village. Oh, Another. That one uh, where you're living on the back of the turtle. Uh, that one looks cool. Uh. uh the Wolf Almost 2. Come on. Please to the almighty Norse gods. Please be good. <laughs> please be good. Uh, if this game is bad, I'm going to be so upset. Because, like, the first game obviously ends with it being, like, kind of like, there could be a sequel. But at the same time, it's like, also feels like 
that could have been it. Yeah. Um, but I'm very, very excited for this game. And if it is bad, I am going to be very, very sad. Um, that first game is just so good. Uh, the Wreck, Thirsty Suitors, Time Flies, <laughs> Tron Identity. A tr- Tron game. Mm, yeah, cool. Um, Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Now, I, I, won't, I wouldn't be able to get into that. I love fishing mini games, but a game that's just about fishing, that sounds boring as hell. Uh, <laughs> Under the Waves. V Rising, uh, Valheim, and then Valheim again. What? Um, it's weird that it's listed like that. Uh, Valiant Hearts coming home, Venba, Viewfinder. This game look. Wait, yeah, yeah. This is the one that was just at the Game Awards. This game looks really cool. The playing with like perspective and stuff. Looks different awesome. art styles. It just looks really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2. I cannot uh, believe that game is getting a sequel. I loved the first one. It was like a Gears of War-like, right? Yeah. I played yeah. just like it. And it was just, it was, it, if you like Warhammer 40K, it's the same kind of BS. But like the fact that we're getting a sequel so many years later, I can't believe. I'm really, Wait, I'm actually kind of stoked for that. Those, that game plays like Gears of War? Yes, sir. The first one, Space Marine, because you're, you're playing as a squad. Uh, oh my fighting, god like space goblins and space orcs it's awesome it's on stage it is, the yeah. yeah i might have to check that out i didn't realize it was it's a good entry like point i mean i don't know anything about warhammers <laughs> you, don't have to, yeah. you just need to know how to point a gun and a chainsaw gun yes sir okay i think we wait this next huh? game is called wayfinder wayfinder not view this <laughs> Is this the one that was just at the Game Awards? Yes, was that was the one with the, the one? beta, I believe. With were they both at the extremes? Game Awards? Oh, they were both. Okay, this is the one that Jacob wants us to play. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Oh, okay. Entering um, beta. So, yeah. Uh, we are the caretakers. Witchfire. Uh, World of Horror. WrestleQuest. You suck at parking coming to consoles. Or I guess just mm. it's on Xbox already. This last one is interesting. So it's coming to PlayStation, and then I East. don't know how to say that. East, East, yeah. East, East, nine, nine, nine yeah. yeah. Monstrum Knox. So those are all the games. That was long. Those are all the games <laughs> that <laughs> have have release dates or are expected to come out next year. Yep. Um, it's a pretty stacked year. Yeah, it, like it's pretty stacked here. Um, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, but let's not spend any more time on 2023. Let's spend some time <laughs> talking about what we've been playing, and we'll start with our guest. Oh, I think Matt. Matt, what have you been playing in the past couple weeks? Uh, so a few different things. I'm always kind of juggling stuff, especially at the end of the year, trying to get stuff in for interviews or uh, game devs that we're going to touch base with, and then just stuff that I want to play. As I mentioned earlier, I am replaying Control, uh, and mm-hmm. I am taking my time with it. I love the side quest. The thing I love about Control is that it builds this world in the oldest house, and then every interaction with a side quest or another AWE, like all of it is just steeped in narrative and storytelling so uh it's really pretty on the ps5 i'm playing on performance mode 
um, because I'd rather smooth 60 other instead of ray tracing. That's just my preference. Um, 100%. I've been, a lot, I've been spending a lot of time with that. I'm currently playing Little Gator Game, um, which is adorable. It's a little indie game about a little gator who builds this like uh, RPG world on this island with cardboard cutouts to impress his sister. It has an aesthetic of a short hike. It's it's really cute. Um, I'm going to be interviewing the creator of the game next year. And so we got review codes for it, me and my co-host. And so that's been fun to play. Uh, what else have I been playing? I wrapped up Pokemon last week, I think. Um, I really enjoyed Scarlet if nothing else, for the last two hours being the wildest last two hours of a Pokemon game ever. Oh, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just... What could it, that possibly it, mean? <laughs> that's why I'm not telling you anything. Uh, it's just, it's really great. And it, oh, man. I really I really like the quality of life improvements in the game. It's a bummer that it struggled as much as it did because I really do love it. Um, I think Arceus is still the better Pokemon game that came out this year. Um Let's see. What else have I been playing? I was I'm making my way slowly through Persona Five Royal. Um, didn't dr- dr- vibe with the original Persona Five on PS uh, PS Four, but having it as a handheld and being able to sit on the couch and play it bite sized has been fun. Um, so I've really been enjoying that. On the multiplayer side, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Um, not a game that before this year that I played much of, but uh, some friends of mine got really into it. And honestly playing in a squad of four it's a lot of fun when you're not by yourself like and you get and like i just i used to pick the skins that i i used now i just have it on shuffle and it's been fun i of course as a big venom fan have the tom hardy venom skin uh, i have uh, the hawkeye skin um I, when, the boba fett, when boba fett came out the book of boba fett and they had the skin for it and i bought it day one day and date without <laughs> second thought um but that's been really fun it's been my favorite multiplayer game to play with friends and then i've also been playing a little overwatch too um dramatics and bullshit aside with with activision and blizzard um i've enjoyed what they've put in this version of the multiplayer game i'm cautiously optimistic about the story stuff that's still to come um but i enjoy overwatch and overwatch 2 is just more overwatch so i have very few complaints about that uh what else have i been playing i mentioned earlier i started god of war ragnarok um i had covid about a month ago and while i was Mm. bedridden i finally went back to 20 what is it 2017 2018 2018 and i i was apparently i had stopped right before the story like really kicked off um and so when i sat down with it i blew through the story of the first game and loved it um notoriously didn't love the god of war series was more of a devil may cry fan myself back in the day Mm. so um, but really, I really enjoyed it. And like what I've played of Ragnarok, that opening scene with Thor and Odin is some of the coolest shit. Uh, also, Richard Schiff as Odin is inspired casting. It's also, crazy. <laughs> also, the fact that, like, I love that none of the other characters look like they're actors except Odin, because if you hire Richard <laughs> Schiff to be Odin, you're going to make him look like Odin. Uh, yeah. But um, and as a West Wing fan, uh, like, I just, I love it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, there's some stuff I'm hoping to jump on by the end of the year. I haven't I haven't even bought Midnight Suns yet, but I really want to play it. Um, and there are a few other indie games. Tiny Kin, you mentioned earlier, is one that I've had code for for a while. Mm, and really want to so get good. through, but I just haven't gotten around to it. But I, I loved it's what I played of it. So fun. Um, and like, like really creative. And yeah, I think that's really it. I want to dive back into Shovel Knight Dig. I beat it when it first came out because uh, we did a review for Funny Games. Uh, we were lucky enough to get code for that. Uh, but I want to go back to it because uh, when I said I beat it, the the head over at Nitrome, who was apparently following my progress, said, you haven't been like you beat it. You're old credits, but you haven't seen the whole story. If you like, mm. Shovel, you, need to, <laughs> yeah. you need to do some Classics. more runs. And then, oh, the last thing I'm playing 
I went back to Hades. I beat, I rolled credits on <sighs> Hades last year, but I never got the epilogue, which you have to do 10 more runs to get the epilogue. Yes. And after seeing the Hades 2 trailer, I was like, I'm going to go back to Hades. And uh, so I'm on run, I'm on my third I, of the second 10 runs. I will say the epilogue and everything following that is well worth the 10 runs. So that's what I've heard. So yeah. And I love that game. It's, I, I hate roguelikes. Like, and I mean, hate. And oh, yet no. Hades, <laughs> I just, I'm not good at them. They're really hard. And yeah. Like, I don't want to struggle that much when playing games most of the time, but Shovel Knight Dig and Hades have both proven to me, oh, with accessibility options and <laughs> options for players who are not good at these games, they can be a lot of fun. You and can so, turn on like what Prince mode or something like that. It's or... called God mode in God Hades mode. where, yeah. yeah, like you, every time you die, you get 2% more resistance. And so yes. after a while, once you build up enough damage resist, you can kind of make your way through the game. And Shovel Knight Dig also had, like, you can give yourself more health or give yourself uh, I like love more those. damage and, like, let people play these games, right? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. a big advocate for that. And so that, that so yeah, Hades. And so, yeah, I'm playing, as, as always, I'm doing too much and playing too much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Gaff. What have you been playing? Have you been playing anything down there in South Africa? So one of Kirsten's cousins, well, several of them do play games and we've been playing Fall Guys, um, nice. whether together, the same house on several different platforms and TVs or online. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Fall Guys is fun. Wait, is it, it's a new, it, when, is, when does the season start? About a month ago, a little, maybe. Okay, like. so... Goes to show how much I've been playing Fall Guys, but yeah, it's fun. Um, aside from that, don't really have much ways to play games um, mm -hmm. besides potentially League of Legends later, but that's it. Huh. Uh, League of Legends, a classic. I'll never get back yeah. into that. Yeah. <laughs> Too dangerous. Too dangerous for me. Uh, Steven, what have you been playing? Um, so, been. I beat High on Life, uh, and this is probably what I'm going to talk about most. It's um, Justin Roiland joint, Squanch Games. Um, if you like Justin Roiland humor, you're really, really going to like this game. Uh, I think the rating where it's sitting at in most places, like eight, seven, high sevens, low eights, right? It's, it's probably right where it belongs. Um, it is a, for me personally, it's a great game. I loved it. Um, right when... Uh, I thought it was getting a little long in the tooth with the formula that they have, like um, upgrade, get an upgrade, talk to some alien dudes, get a lead on a bounty, go kill the bounty, come back. Um, it's kind of the gameplay loop. Uh, it's very simplified the way I explain it. Uh, but the upgrade system is satisfying. The combat's um, like all of the guns talk to you and that can be hit or miss, right? I hated some guns and I really, really liked Kenny, which is like the main gun. Uh, I liked voiced by Justin Rowling himself. Uh, I really liked his lines. Some of the stuff he said was just hilarious. Um, I have a clip on YouTube where he's, you're going through this like paperwork simulator. You're, you're pressing different buttons on prompts on these papers. You're setting them to the side and there's quite a bit of them and you get done with your first stack. Right. Um, and it's like, Oh, okay. Job well done. And then it's like, fuck you. And on the, on the paper, one of them that drops another stack, right. As you're soon as you're done, he's like, surely we're done right now. Right. And so you get through that second stack, and he's like, there can't possibly be a third stack. 
and the third stack comes down it's like well okay you got me um so stuff like that humor bits um i think the controls could could have used more time to polish a little more uh, things could be a little tighter obviously it's not like it as good as anything like a, a destiny gameplay or or doom yeah. gunplay but uh yeah playing on mouse, were you playing on mouse and keyboard or controller i did controller for, for a little okay. bit uh, xbox um so yeah i the, the game is actually really pretty in some areas and like crazy that they could hand like make this type of game with with their smaller i guess studios like 60 people now but um but then also like some things don't look really good in some areas too so you gotta take your your sacrifices somewhere i guess um yeah i i encourage you if you enjoy rick and morty or that style of humor uh if not for the humor alone in the game which definitely carried the game forward uh definitely play that game there's some absurd stuff in that game I really liked it. So that's uh high on life. I, I tried Witcher three, but I'll, I'll get into that later. We're going to do like a separate big thing on it. Really liking my, my playthrough so far. I'm about 10 hours in now. That's all I could really manage with, with all the other games coming out. Um, I'll get more into that later, but I think they've made some meaningful upgrades to, uh, to the game and it's given me an excuse to go back and, and really enjoy the game the 60 fps is is definitely something i didn't know i needed until we had it um yeah it, it, it looks damn pretty like they, they incorporated a lot of the community mods to it uh to up the textures and like environmental things like fog and i don't know oh my gosh dude the fog looks so good yeah, I was, we're like, gonna I was, do... in, I was chill, I was chill out in the swamp uh, when I was playing yesterday or two days ago, and it was just like incredible. You just stop and you look at the vistas in that game, and it's just incredible. Um, especially with the sixty frames and the trees swaying and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but again, yeah, we're gonna do a video about that later, like a separate one, because it's there's a lot to dive into. But um, I I also played, and this is so Final Fantasy VII remake. I was going to get a ps5 and then i went the series way and so i just kind of haven't really played remake until now um epic had a sale on it so i picked it up for like 30 bucks some crazy deal um and i'm about three hours i want to say into it uh, yeah sounds about right but those opening scenes man in in remake are are something special uh yeah as someone who is a longtime Final Fantasy fan and just begrudgingly haven't gotten to this, like everyone's like, oh, you got to play it. I am thoroughly, thoroughly odd so far with the game. Cloud is, the is a badass. Like, yeah. I, yeah. The great thing about the beginning of that game is that, like, there's the cutscene that plays, but that it it doesn't fool around. It gets you like right yeah. into the yeah. into the game. Like you're playing the game like right away. It, yeah. it doesn't mess around. You're not fooling around, like doing some weird setup to the game. You're just, you're in the game. You're doing a mission. You're fighting things like, like love it. The, what I love is that seeing my childhood memories of seven, like what it could actually look like in those cities with all the people chilling around in the slums and the bar. And like, I'm, I'm just freaking out, man. Like the, my inner nostalgia is, is being tickled and it's like, Oh my God, I, I a thousand percent look forward to 
mainlining, or I guess mainlining in the sense like I'm going to shut out every other game so I can play this game after the end of this year because I have to get <laughs> to some stuff, right, for uh, for the podcast and things like that. But um, I'm, uh, yeah, that that's high priority for me next year if there's any lull at all, so... <laughs> Yeah, if you want something to tug on your heartstrings, the voice actress who plays Aerith, whose name escapes me at the moment, um, she's also a streamer. And yeah. she's mm. done all the VO recording, but had not like seen any of it. Like you just she just did it and it was off to the races. She plays the opening scene and like plays mm. that first scene where Cloud first meets Aerith. Yep. And like just she just starts to cry on stream because she hears her performance with the character it's really touching so if you if you want to i think you could probably google to find it but it's definitely worth checking out i'm not gonna lie when you first meet her and that i'm like ah oh, chills you know like yeah yeah i incredible i can't wait to get back to it i think that's pretty much it for my like games i want to touch on um we'll get into more witcher later like i was saying but uh i guess what sam do you know Yes. All right. So I'll hit on ones that you've played. I played The Witcher 3. Again, love the game. Like, top three games of all time for me. Absolutely adore it. Um, I also started High on Life last night. Um, I've probably only played three hours of it. Um, and I'm not a Rick and Morty fan. Like, I ever watched rick and morty i've watched aqua teen hunger force uh but not rick and morty um but i i'm I'm enjoying it it's not it's not as obnoxious to me as borderlands is right um so uh yeah i'm enjoying it i think it's pretty funny um i've pretty much i've pretty much tried to shoot everybody i've come came across in that game and my gun keeps telling me not to shoot people (laughs) <laughs> like damn it the kid did you did uh, you shoot the kid oh i shot that kid like right uh, away no. uh, <laughs> i didn't i didn't shoot the he, kid he, so. he like called me a coward or something and i was yeah. like the, the, no. he, he keeps pushing you and he's fly. like a bully and it's like dang yeah like, come on and his mom fly. the funny thing is is his mom i, I guess spoilers like, doesn't right? care she's like yeah just kill him i don't care he's rude i'll be i'll be without him it's you like know? uh he's actually like 30 yeah, like it's young in there in their species, but not uh, <laughs> not overall. Um, yeah, enjoying high in life. I I I think it controls pretty well, actually. Yeah, it's not. I'm, I'm playing on I'm playing on PC, so oh okay, the mouse and keyboard. It's perfect for that first person. Um, I can hear my dad cheering the lions on. They're obviously just scored or something. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I finished I finished Pentiment. Um that it, it it's a good game. Like I, I really enjoyed my time with it. It's very long, but for what it is. For the type of game it is, it is too long. Um it drags on quite a bit in the third chapter. And for a game that like your decisions are supposed to kind of matter. Um like obviously one character's not gonna make all the difference. But there's a moment, there's a specific moment in the game where I just went, oh, because it it felt like you just completely lost control of the main character. I was like, oh. And from there on, I was just like, like the writing is good throughout the whole thing. The writing is exceptional. Um, really enjoyed it. I think Obsidian, I think Obsidian has some of the best writers in the industry, um, especially with like dialogue specifically. 
uh, yeah, just one moment where uh, from that moment on, I was just like, uh, I want this kind of be over. Uh, clicking through things fa- a lot faster than I was uh, previously, uh, but still enjoyed it overall. Uh, and then the last game I've played this week was Crisis Core. Um, and this is the first time I've played Crisis Core. Obviously, I didn't have a PSP. I wasn't playing Final Fantasy back then. Uh, really enjoying it. You can tell it's a PSP game. Uh, yeah. There's a ton of missions for, like, like side missions that you can just do to, like, grind and level up. And I'm really OP right now. Um, I like, already have all the uh like higher level spells um like goss little spells or whatever you want to call them god tier uh spells uh really enjoying it the limit the limit and sudden uh, uh uh like ability uh cutscenes that play during combat are insane and like you can skip them but for the most part I have not been skipping them because I just like to just sit back and watch because it's just amazing. Like the one, the one for, uh, the one for Odin is awesome. And I, I liked, I liked the Odin summon in Final Fantasy seven, the original. And I just was like, holy crap, that's insane. This, this, what is displaying before me? Uh, but it is nice that you can skip them because, like, every once in a while you do like a boring limit that's just kind of like punch this guy a few times. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, really enjoying Crisis Core. The story is really interesting, and the uh, some of the dialogue is really cheesy. But if it, I think one of the lines is, uh, "If humans had wings, they'd be monsters." Like, what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the beginning of that like final fantasy 7 bs that we all know and love yes yeah um like modern because like there, there was yeah. that kind of writing in the original seven as well i can't wait oh, for yeah. you to get to the end of crisis core a game that we all know how it ends yes uh but like i remember just playing it on psp that final cutscene ruining oh me emotionally mm. and so I'm not I, I don't know if you're i don't know if you're a crier <laughs> but uh Let's just say it, 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 not it's not not too much, but but I've but it's a, it's impactful. If you felt stuff during remake, then I think Ugh. reunion will make you feel things too. Remake um, remake is one of the few games that has brought tears to me. Yeah, so. I'm yeah. excited for people to because I played this when it initially came out on yeah. the PS4, right? And so obviously I'm not going to jump into it. There's no new content to my knowledge, so no. um, that final those final hours though are are something special, like in yeah. that game, so. Looking forward to hear what Sam thinks of that. Same. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoying it. All right. Well, that was a long episode. That was a long episode. Matt, thank you so much for being here. You're obviously way more experienced in this. It means the world to us that you <laughs> are guest, guesting yes, on the Thank on you very much. Um, thank you for having me. This the, this was a lot of fun. Um, I I a rising tide raises all ships, right? Like I love having folks guest on, on shows. Um, I do, we do a series on, on funny games called side quests where every episode, a different host does like a five to 15 minute talk about a game they love and why they love it. I have a running mm. list. We've aired almost 200 episodes. If any of y'all want to do one, hit me up on Twitter. I'll oh, yeah. send you the list. Uh, I'm just, it sounds like there are quite a few games that you could wax eloquent eloquence against. 
uh, <laughs> that probably aren't on that list because, uh, but, but this was a blast. Thank you for having me. If folks want to find me, I'm DJ underscore Stormageddon on most social media. I'm most active on Twitter while it still exists. Who knows how long that'll be. Um, <laughs> but you can also go to djstormageddon.com. I have my merch there, my Kofi, uh, all of the podcasts that I host, edit, or produce. Uh, but this was a fun time. Thank you all for having me. This is great. I will I will 100% be checking out your Mass Effect podcast. How many episodes of that are there? So we broke it up into seasons, but we definitely are, I think, over 200 episodes. We're finishing up season four, which is which is the oh Andromeda boy. season. But season one starts with Mass Effect 1. We talk about why we're doing the podcast, and it goes from there. So if you're a Mass Effect fan, starting from the first episode, I think, is a great place to start. Um, if you want to jump into the recent stuff, season four, like I said, we jumped into Andromeda, which I am playing for the first time. And my co-host is shepherding me through it. <laughs> See what nice. I did there? Uh, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's a lot of fun and we're just about to wrap up season four we might take a little break and then come back for season five where a certain series that is also very popular amongst bioware fans is probably where we're headed next uh but yeah i hope you enjoy it and and uh definitely stay in touch this was a blast i'd love to come back sometime. yes same to you of course yeah. yeah thank you thank you um so yeah that is it for uh the year for x interact yeah this is our last episode um we will be back on i believe January eighth, um, for our, I believe is the, is that Sunday? Yeah, because New Year's yeah, Day is yeah. a Sunday. So January eighth is the first day we will be back live on twitch.tv slash xinteract. We will be doing our game of the year special where we will have our top five each have our top five game of the year. But until then, thank you for watching. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye.